Right, this is going to be another episode of Hot Take Point Made. If people don't know, on the last episode, the first half of it was the much-promised review of the previous Hot Take. So we're going to finish that off now. We've got, I think we did up to episode 10, so we've got like seven more, I think, so there's not as many. And as we sort of learned the meta of doing them, some of them you can just run straight through. Like some of them, if you notice, they're, they're not, the mistake people made is this. Not every Hot Take actually is a prediction. Sometimes it's like, here's what I think now. So that doesn't really change over history. Like, if you thought that, then you thought that then. So some of them we don't need to comment on. Obviously, some of them will actually be spicy, maybe incredibly wrong, or maybe incredibly right. So, and obviously, listen, I didn't set this up, but Kassad needs a few wins nowadays. He needs a few times on the internet to be proven <laughs> incredibly right. So I'm just here to help you, Kassad. I'm just here to offset anything that messed up that might be going on in your life, you know. I mean, you know. I'm so glad that always like that right, you okay. get my back. <laughs> no, always. Like, this, I, Listen, yeah, no. I'm not just going to leave my comrade out there bleeding on the battlefield. Just going to finish him off straight up. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the joke. The joke is yeah. I'd just do the mercy killing because I'd exactly, yeah, I'd just go, sorry, mate, I'll take care of him though. <laughs> yeah, well, but I, I can't take it. I but I can't take it. carry any dead weight, so you have to understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right, let's do I'm it then. So, well, I think we did up to episode 10 was the one then. So episode 11 was on the 22nd of June. So we're in the middle of last year. Maui's take, again, these are ones that like, I mean, we can actually evaluate this, but it's more of a, the time takes. So you're going to have to put your mind back in time. He actually said back then that Ents was the third best team in the world. I'm guessing this is around the time they did the IM Dallas run. It must be if it's like June or so. So I'm guessing like that was when they had their little spike and they were starting to make fouls. So I actually think, logically, I, I, that was when they made all the fouls. I think you're probably right on that one, right? Seems seems like a legit take. I think it might have been right before they, they did Dallas. Okay. So I think it was because Dallas. Oh no, it wasn't June. You're right. It wasn't June. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, exactly. I think it's it was good. just like getting ahead. Did you of see the what he did, Duncan? No, 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 not just that. Because you gave him the win, right? Okay. Yeah, that was a reasonable take, okay. and he was like, he would try to. Oh, I tried to get more. Right? Like, yeah, true. Yeah, it was before. Like okay. it was before. True. Maui. Well, what's the date? What was the date? The twenty second of June was the date it came out on. So when when was I am Dallas then? I am Dallas was earlier that month. Okay. Here's the thing. I can already tell that, like, here's the problem, because like, you're right, actually. He could have just said, because I, I didn't even dispute, he could have just taken the, <laughs> the small win and we moved on. Yeah. But you can tell he sort of knew, shit, but if they did just win a land before that, it's not really that hot take, is it? Like, it's sort of like just a medium, <laughs> shit, I better make it hotter. Like, I think I said that before, like, Snappy even joined. Like, wasn't it like, uh, wasn't Alu like I when I said, <laughs> no, like, we, anyway, that's obviously hyperbole, but it's all good. Listen, just take the win, Maui. You can just take yeah. the small win. That's okay. Take the small win. So then we had Kassad. This is a similar take. He had Snappy was the number one IGL in the world. Okay. I actually don't think, I think I agreed with that at the time. I think he probably was at the time. He's fucking killing it, right? I think so. I think what do you is. say, Maui? Is it, does he get that one? You were given that one? I think you agreed at the time, didn't you? I think I might have had him and Kadian as my one and two. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Well, spoiler, Kadian <laughs> fell off a cliff right after that, so it's all good. Yeah. Uh, then I had one. Again, this is just like, you could, You guys tell me if this is right or not. I just said, because at the time, this was right when FaZe was in the worst ever slump of results, if you remember. Before, I always used to say, the FaZe in 2022 used to come like sixth but as their worst result. Everyone would be like, oh my God. Whereas like, they actually had the real slump in this summer, if you remember. This is like when they would come like ninth place or not even make playoffs of kind of eight or whatever. So my take at the time, since everyone was telling me, like an idiot. Look at Carrigan's stats, though. Fire him. So I said, Faze won't be top three without Carrigan. I think, I've, I, think I nailed that one, guys. My I, question is just who's coming in instead of Carrigan in that team? Surely it's the only guy who can do it. The thing is, like, we cannot say that you're right or wrong. 
Because they haven't lost Kerrigan, did they, right? He's still there. Well, then technically, in the most literal sense, I was definitely right. Because they did become top three again, and they have Kerrigan, so... But you are right, we can't know the A... There's no A-B test, is there? It's like we'll never know if Hoxie led your team. Would they be good, or would they be even worse? We'll never know. No, but we, we can know probably, but well, not probably. At some point, we will know that how his face is going to look like without That's Kerrigan. That's true. He's not going to yes. play forever. True. And then we had... Um... <laughs> You know what, Maui? This is just a funny one, mate. Your take was there won't be sub tick in Pro CS2. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, I zoned out. Okay. I remember yeah. that one. I zoned that's, out. That's a good one. That's a good one. Listen, I, I don't know that that's like a definite that you were wrong. It's just funny because obviously, like, that's one of the things people complain about since days of sub tick issue, right? Yeah, exactly. That's the whole sure. point is just that yes. it's still to this day causing inconsistencies in the professional gameplay. Like, literally, you can't jump on the same box. At, with the same yes. key inputs today so it's like is pro i mean i just hate that valve has to die on these hills like this because obviously they're gonna just keep trying to make it work and everything yes. like that but still to this day it is it is uh it is faulty yes oh no that had the vibe for me by the way where even when they introduced that i wasn't like you guys i didn't get that hyped off like oh they fixed it and they just don't need tick because the way they were describing that they were sort of like it's sort of like what you want but not what you want and the same as before but slightly different that sounded like that vibe of like the famous thing if people don't know the real place that that meme in culture comes from of like we've got x at home isn't all this modern day stuff that you all know you all don't know actually the genesis that's when you were a kid and you would say to your kid if you were like young maui snake you would go mom i want mcdonald's and and then she would go, why would we have McDonald's? We've got burgers at home. And then we all know the burger she cooks, she was a fucking abomination compared to the McDonald's one. It's that big fucking home burger with like a like massive slice of tomato and like the bread's all <laughs> horrible. And, the, and like she's put like fucking bits of veg in the meat or something. And then the joke obviously is like, that's just like suffering compared to what you could have. So it's the same thing, isn't it? Like they promised you this shiny new sub tick thing. And like, as far as I can tell, this is like worse than what we had before. Like, as you say, Maui, the joke is I would take 64 tick as long as it's consistent, as long as I can do all the movements and the jumps, it's pretty important in Pro CS Valve to be able to do the certain jumps. Like, I can't have that randomized based on, like, the ping, the server, and, like, my fucking inputs. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? I think that's a wild one. So I wish you, I wish you were right on that tick. I mean, yeah, I wish I were. It's, it's like, I mean, the, 60, the fact that 64 tick until it feels like it doesn't need to be 64 tick is such a wacky, that's such a wacky concept. It makes me nervous even when they describe it that way. It's like, what are you, it's like you're trying to trick me now. There's something, something, you're trying to get me to buy some magic beans right now. Sub tick magic beans, right? Then I had a tick. Obviously, again, this is not really one that's debatable. I just put fans are too forgiving to Valve. Tell you what, I think that it takes age pretty well, Kassad, because in June, everyone's like, no, I love Valve. They're doing all updates. What do you think? They're just going to put the game into beta and not fix everything? What about when CSGO was back? I'll tell you what, you're all hating on Valve now, haven't you? I broke everyone. I know the joke is even London's broke about a month in. You remember? He went from being like, hey, guys, stop criticizing Valve to like, fuck Valve, fuck Valve. Look, all, my homies, all my homies hate Valve. Like, what the fuck? I think everyone got radicalized against Valve, didn't they? Even though actually we're probably going too far now, guys. Like they, they don't really care that much about the esports side. They're doing, they're doing some stuff. I mean, it's just all, all of these motherfuckers. If they, there wasn't Valve, they would be fucking broke anyway. So yes, it's just whatever. I, I think this anyway. one's aged pretty well. Kassad's take, it's actually an abstract take, not about the game. He just said he thinks teams and tournament organizers need more robust mental health help. Because if you remember, that was when, I think it was the person in Valorant had, at the time, yep. people didn't know, I believe he committed suicide. Obviously, like, that's even more relevant now with that cynic story we talked about a few weeks back. Like, yeah. 
Like, I agree, because I also do agree, Kassad, on that one, that, like, it's not just, like, teams need it. You also need these people at the event. Like, if you ever see someone, like, free... Like, here's the obvious example I would give in the modern day. The joke is that head your girl who was on the ESL Impact should have someone yeah. standing by that can come and counsel and ask, hey, what's going on? Like, you're obviously not just reacting to the games. There's something going on behind the scenes. Like, I think you do need that sort of stuff. In fact, I, I, even when you worked events as talent, I've seen people get burned out or have fucking meltdowns oh. or... Yeah, all sorts of shit can happen. The thing is that we are allocating all this money to these different things, right? Like, and we're wasting a lot of money on this God knows what bullshit things that people don't care about. And we can just set aside a little bit of these resources that are going into waste and set aside for something like that's that's actually important. Because you know that that American kid that you know the the Sydney guy that that you know committed suicide. That obviously there is a, there is a lot of mental health issues and it's a real thing, right? People do get burnt out. Those are kids; they don't know any better, right? They, they, and you gave a good example of Hedge, the the the, the girl that uh, had a had a situation in in Impact League. So. If somebody is there to talk to her, to guide her through this, I mean, if I am there, if you are there, if Mao is there, like, what can you do to to, to help oh, her? Exactly, you're yeah. A, you are not an expert. No, like, no. you can just sit there and tell her, like, yeah, it's gonna be okay, yes. and listen to what she has to say, and just be next to her or be next to anyone who is suffering. But you cannot really offer any kind of constructive advice because you're not an expert for those things. Yes. Like, how the fuck do I know? And like getting some money for fixing those issues would be a tremendous help for the TOs and for the talent and for the players and all these things. But we are just sadly spending money on other stuff, which is kind of shit. I will ask you guys to be the judge of this. The last take of the episode was by me. Look, I always lay my cards on the table. It's not like I hide my biases. The joke is I'm pretty open about them. I said I thought Yakindar as the in-game leader of Team Liquid was a terrible idea. You, you be the judge of that. What do you think, boys? So obviously panned out pretty damn well for you. That one's yeah. it. Listen, I can't lie. That one felt like a slab dunk at the time, but okay. But the joke is that was actually a hot take because believe it or not, this is just a more abstract point about the game in general. If you're a popular player or a good player, the fans will always give you a chance when you say you're going to be IGL. It's just that I know that 99% of the time it won't work out. That's all. Yeah, that was back in the day when they had they got Rainmaker and get Patsy yes. and tried yep. to like make that kind of lineup and yeah. completely blew up. I, I mean, I think I agree with you on that one with Yekindar being. I the think idea. you did. Yeah, I think it was just a it was just a layup there, right? It's just a, yes. should be easy to. to because, well, here's the joke. I could segue it if you want, because on the next yeah. episode, which is a month later in July, Kassad's opening take, so we're only a month into the Yakindar era, was Yakindar made the biggest mistake of his career. <laughs> <laughs> which, by the way, you were also correct about. I, I think you get full marks for that one. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, the thing is, like, he did make them. His career was not that, he's not that long. He was in what? Uh, the whatever the team was, and then VP? he was in VP. Yeah, then, then if he was in VP, right? Yep. And then he got swapped for went for the liquid and fleet got in but the thing is like uh that's that's his whole career now he's in liquid they accomplished nothing with all these like partnership spots and money and changes and the whole like structure behind the organization so yeah i think that was the worst move of his career you know that we know for, yeah for his legacy probably i'm sure he's getting yeah. i would assume he's getting paid more in liquid than he was oh in sure though. so that's sure. i mean depends how you want to take these kind of things obviously but i mean with we we can see. I mean, there's there's still more to be said about Liquid. We have yet to really see them play in too many international events. But I mean, the thing is that leaving VP means he, quite frankly, and no, no, I believe the take was to be IGL though. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 oh, okay. If it's about IGL, then obviously yeah, yeah. that was just a waste of everybody's time. By the way, I'll even say it. If people can't remember that era. 
That was actually the worst period of liquid. Like the joke is, even when everyone said nitro and Elise were washed, dude, that team was way better than this liquid. Like that one could like trip over and make a playoffs of a tournament. Like the liquid yeah. with Red Waker one was garbage. I'm sorry. The saddest thing about that one, by the way, for real, and I always say this is the person who got the most unfairly wrecked in that was fucking Patsy. Like they brought him in and then they were like, but you're not as good as your kid. That's like, is that it? That's all. That's the only metric by which I'm gone. Like I can't be in the top team again. What the fuck? But that could, nobody held a gun to his head and told him that he needs to go to Liquid. That's true. Like, he knew that he's going to be in clash with Rolls with, with, with Yakinda, right? He knew that coming in. So it's Yeah, I, I know what you mean, degree. but it depends how young and naive he was, Kassad. Because I believe if you listen to, I bet Yakinda and they were like, no, no, and of course I would be the IGL and you'll have your role. And then the joke there is it's like, that, mate, that's like going and like, go, that's like if fucking Paul McCartney invites you to be in his band and you can be the bass player. It's like, you know, at any point in time, he can turn around and go, I'm Paul McCartney. I think I'll play the bass. Like, it's over for you. I agree with you. you should, he, he was not, it, the big mistake he made was even joining that team. Like, that was naive to think that would work out long term. Yeah, I agree. He was a, he was a good prospect. He I, was I, th good I still think now he could be rescued, mate. If the right team picked him up, I bet he could be good again. He seemed like a good player to me. The thing is, like, he's in party vision right now, and that team is like all over the place, I feel. Yep. Every time we scream them, it's like it feels like you know they have the sharpness, but it's just not connected, right? And uh, he, I don't know about him, I haven't looked at him, but I don't know if he can come back. That CS2 is a little bit different, right? Sure, now. like I don't think it's that easy to kind of translate from CSGO to CS2 anymore. And then just almost for comedic, you know, I don't know if you know this, Maui, but in British comedy, especially, a really classic element of the comedy is called the callback, where you build up references and you keep referring cyclical to them back in the episode. It makes the joke funnier and funnier as you realize they're tagging on the old. Well, along those lines, if people remember in the first episode, some of the themes of Maui Snake takes, are you ready for what his take in July was? It was, Mezzi is a better in game leader than Dexter, because as we've established, about half of this show is, is Maui, the secret agent of Mezzi, attempting to like get him the IGL job or not IGL job and one of the team what do you think look I can't lie I agree with you I think he is a better IGL than Dexter RIP but you know like what just give us an update what is the obsession with Messi in this era what was why was it why were the takes always centered around him because by the way it actually looks good now that he's in Vitality he's won tons so, so what why were you so obsessed with this player Maui uh with Messi I think just the fact that he was um like, it felt like he was just kind of being misused in some ways. Like, it was obviously, he was obviously a half, I actually thought he was a half decent in game leader for Fnatic. And then when Dexter came in, the whole point was that literally Mezzi's rating was, I remember writing this point. He had a 1.09 rating before as an in game leader for Fnatic. And then he had a 1.09 rating after when Dexter was in game leading. And yet Dexter just had a 0.88 or whatever stupid, stupid rating he had. So it's like, this is just dead weight. And also their T side round win percentage was practically the same at every single tournament. So nothing even changed except for the fact that now on CT side, you have Dexter playing star rifle roles instead of actually him just playing like uh, just just having Mezzi, who's just flat out better. Everyone knows I'm a hater of Dexter, so the joke is I would say you're yeah, right. I don't have on that one at all. By the way, I will just say here's a little. It's a rare time I'll take a shot at someone from another show that's not HLTV staff. It's actually the other person on HLTV confirmed. I saw Chad did that tweet on Twitter where it's like he was trying to build a team of people from, oh, I think Sweden. I think he was trying to make like a Swedish team. And it was like, you know, yeah. these four players plus whoever the fifth will be plus exist. You know, the first thought I had, Kassad, this is even the banter I would say to Chad because it would actually expose that he doesn't really keep that energy. What I would say is, yeah, and then let's make a lineup of like JKS plus four Australians and let's have him go back to Australia, right, Chad? Yeah, you're right. Why would fucking, you know, why would why would, why would like, fucking these Swedish players want to play in, you know, why would, like, 
Nork want to be in Apex at the minute. He should just join a Swedish team. And then JKS should go back to Australia. Oh, do you not keep that energy about Australia? Would that be a waste of JKS's career? Well, then why the fuck would Nork and Isaac go back here and play with shitty little Joel? And by the way, you didn't even put a fifth name. Your fifth name is a question mark. So they're supposed to get together with four and then go, who's the fifth? Fuck, no one knows. Well, get him in. And then Exist has to also coach this team, by the way. Even though Exist can coach, you know, everyone in the world, including a team that could win. So all I'm saying on that one is, Chad, like... That's basically, you want that team to be made. So I'm just saying, keep that energy. Keep that energy when it comes to your boy JKS, you know. Similar thing, you know what? Maybe this is how I can resolve that thing with your kinder. I'll have no problems with your kinder if he has to play in a fucking Latvian team. Get him and Brokey, fuck off, plus question mark, question mark, question mark, plus, I don't know, can fucking Hecker was the coach. That's a pretty good joke, actually. <laughs> Not bad, yeah. The only other person from Latvia I know is the joke, guys. Like, what can I do on that one? I'm doing a chat on that one. It's okay. Right, what about this? I can't lie. You might say this one has to take an L, boys, because I did say in the 25th of July that that G2 lineup would never win another trophy, and they did <laughs> win IM Cologne right afterwards. So, you know, the saddest part is because I said that lineup, if it wasn't for Cologne, now the lineup's changed, I would have been okay because they had to win that fucking Cologne. I got hooked, didn't I? We've all been hooked before, Kassad. I got yeah. hooked this time. It's all good. It'll happen to Maui one day. You'll see. Yeah. I mean, I'll take the L on that is. one. I'll take the L. Sometimes you good. have to take the L. It's, it's just you delivered it with such comedic timing because Cologne happened. Oh, it's hilarious. I know. You made that <laughs> it's good. I know. It's good. Yeah. Yes. But that's how you play the game as a, as a real man. Yes, right? exactly. Like a yes. full on. You don't <laughs> make like, you don't, you don't say that Stappy is the best IGL after they've been fucking Dallas. Right. There you, you go. I, 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 there you that's go. how you play the <laughs> game. Sometimes, sometimes okay. you lose it. Okay. Sometimes you, okay. you don't win the okay. battle. It's fine. It's fine. All right. There you go. He did the effective call back there, Maui. I noticed he kept that in behind. <laughs> you know, right. All right, what about this then? Then we had this take. This was a Kassad take. I tell you what, I will leave it up to the jury. The Kassad take was, Neil will be ineffective at phase. The results say otherwise, right? But then again, depends on what you want to lawyer it. But I'm just going to say I, I, the results I, are pretty good. They did win a lot the, of tournaments. The, yeah. the thing is, like, I, I said that in the beginning was a mistake because he doesn't have an experience and we saw what happens in the past, right? Okay. I never said he's going to be fully ineffective forever, right? But what did they win after that? They won... Couple of uh, lands. No. They won Sydney. They won the they won Sydney, Asia then, Championship thing. Yeah, they beat yeah, a bunch yeah, of finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I guess that's kind of fifty-fifty there. I'm not going to take the L, <laughs> but I'm not going to take the win there. <laughs> Well. Yeah. Right. Just the They've literally, right. like, essentially made the final of almost every tournament after that. He's not taking the L. He's not. Gonna, he doesn't accept the L. Basically, what do you think? Every you grand think? final of every LAN in CS2 hasn't had any effect on the team. Literally, actually, I talked I to them. I didn't say it. he's not going to have any effect. What do you mean? Like, why are you twisting my words? I said that at the beginning, it might be a mistake before he get used to his role. Okay. And I told. Wow. I said okay. also that he's a smart guy. He has a fucking knowledge about the game and everything. But at the beginning of his career as a coach, that would be a mistake. Uh, right so you know the problem. Yeah, I know. Here's the thing, Maui. The problem is, me and you, it's like back in the old days, and people don't know, in the really old days of hockey when people had really shit gloves, supposedly, if you're losing like 5-1 and someone hits an insane slap shot, you just let it go in, Maui. You're like, you know what? Fuck it. You win on that one. We're doing that on our takes. And then the joke is, he comes along like fucking Martin Brodeur with like the whole neck covered with pads. Like, there you go. Try and get the goal in. It's like, he doesn't, he doesn't take any fucking L's. Like, I don't know. It's all good, Kassan. It's all good, mate. It's all good. I like how people are here stabbing each other in the back. Oh, well, it's the point of the show. Yeah, of course. That's a, that's a feature, not a bug. Yeah, that's a feature, not a bug, mate. Don't worry about that. Then we had this one. So, okay, I can't lie. It's a pretty good one, Maui. You said Cloud9. This is... 
this is good. You said, <laughs> oh, I know this. You said Cloud9 will win an S-tier tournament this calendar year. Yeah, we'll see how that didn't work <laughs> To be out. fair, oh, that was obviously before she will left, to be fair. I will add that yeah. detail in. Yes, that was before that. But it hasn't yeah, looked yeah. great, obviously. Sounds like a your problem, not ours, right? They're not, true. They're that not, is true. We should just turn that. That is just literally like they, they're not winning one until they get a Shiro like player back on that roster now. It's like, just, just so uh, hopeless who's now. Back now. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Uh, cool. <laughs> okay, then I had the take. Actually, that, I think this is fairly, I'm sorry, not hot take at this point. This is where, unfortunately, the downside of doing it years later is if we actually have really good hot takes, they become right, and then eventually everyone agrees with it, so it doesn't seem a hot take. My take was that Heroic with Yabby is the best team in games without pressure. The joke is my timing on that's amazing, except that actually they became shit in games without pressure after that, so <laughs> it was sort of true for a while, maybe, for that one. Because if you remember, this was when everyone thought they were the Chokers still, wasn't it? Like, they blew that yeah. semi-final at Dallas and that. I remember, but like it, it kind of changed at this point, so you don't even know what the they're not even good now. And the lineup's gone. We're yeah. just gonna leave that hot take like somewhere in the background, not even gonna discuss it anymore. What do you think yeah, of this what? one, Maui? Kassad's take was that the NA scene was in its worst state ever. Was he right on that, mm. Yank? I think it was probably a little bit before it. I actually feel like, in a weird way, North American CS. It's hard to say at that point what I what I thought because Liquid was barely even a North American. Oh, they were technically European. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so I guess that's Quite a big take. Yeah. yeah, like a, name a name a successful NA team, like even now. This, yeah, at this point, actually, at this point, the only thing it's just like complexity. There's pretty much no true NA team right now. Yes. Like, what is the successful part about complexity except Sydney? Yeah, like, no, if, it's just... if that's the only result that represents your whole region, then your region is not doing well. That's no, it. of course not. Of course not. I think the uh, I'll take the there was some stuff there was like that was on the rise in terms of North American teams like M80, but then they suddenly had to lose their in-game leader and get deaf. So it's like, okay, sure, just just heartbreak after heartbreak. Yeah, I don't even know what happened there. Like they just lost a player before the RMR now, and it was just they played with their coach and just God. That's one of the points, like the mental health things that we you know. Spoke about so I don't... Right. here's one where I'm actually not sure even how to grade this. So I'll ask you, Kassad. Maui then had a take that said wild card picks, which means Imperial apparently, for IM Cologne and Furious, so the two Brazilian teams at the time, this is before I think Fallen had left, or maybe just after or whatever. He said that they would be better in six months than Team Liquid. So basically at the end of the year. Because the problem with that one is Team Liquid then changed the roster. So how do we grade that one? Like that's a big L. What do you mean? That's exactly how it is. Like, they, even with any kind of lineup that Liquid had and has now, the Imperial slash Furia is nowhere close to them. Did you watch Furia? They're the all bad teams is they the want problem, a, you know. They want to land. They want to <laughs> oh, land. Ca he's counting the Elisa Masters S-Boom now. Okay. All right. Listen, if, if Kassad's going to call the Blast World Finals a banana cup, I can't imagine he's going to say that Elisa Masters S-Boom yeah. is like a prestige. They want to land. Like, come <laughs> on. Yeah, it. It's just... They want to land it. that Liquid wouldn't even have participated in, frankly. <laughs> but they if did win one. By the way, another thing about this show is about 10% of this show is like mildly disingenuously presented our own opinions to trigger yeah, Kassad if yeah. possible like you know it's putting a little bit extra spice in there for no reason then the last take this, by the way even though I don't agree with this take the last take of that episode might be my favourite take of all time on this show which was Kassad saying Nico should bench himself 
that's that. I thought the one before was better. That like him winning the tournament, like the world finals, was bad for his career. This one's even better. The idea he should like out of protest bench himself is actually amazing. Because all I'll say is this, guys, isn't that sort of what Simple did that we've all hated on him for like six months now? Like <laughs> that's such a mad take. I, I disagree with that. I, I think he should keep playing. I think basically Kasady should probably have kept playing with Cologne and then be the top player in the world. Oh. That would be my take. You know. Was that before or after Cologne? I think that was just before, because that because the take was about the picks for Cologne. So in theory, they won the Cologne just after this. So you got wrecked like I did, mate. We both got wrecked on that one. We both got is like, I mean, I, I guess it's an L. I guess. But the thing is, like, <laughs> the, the bigger... You won't take any L's, really. It's mental at all. Bigger, mental. The bigger picture needs to be looked at. Like, what happened after Cologne? Okay. Like... When was Cologne? In, in July, June? <laughs> what I love is this, Maui. He's essentially doing like, yeah, but aside from IEM Cologne, what tournaments did they win? You're like, that's a pretty big one. That's a pretty good fucking tournament. Like, it's a good one to win, you know? Yes, yes. But like, aside from that, the thing is like, <laughs> sure? okay. what big events did they come? Yeah, okay, semifinals in Sydney. They had a few. And that's it, right? Like, okay. yes, that's better than benching yourself, definitely. But the benching yourself has a specific reason. All right, I'll, here's a, here's what I'll say on this one. From your perspective, it's still a fine take. From ours, where we don't have to be you or make your takes work, we're just going to say it's an L. Yeah. We'll say, we'll say that's an L for that one, you know. If I have to take the L for them winning fucking Claude, you do as well. So, we, we all, right, listen, I'll we all got hooked on that one. We all got hooked on that one. So yeah. then, on the episode that was on the 10th of August... We started with my take that fans would rather be wrong than ever admit Richard Orcasad was right. Tell you what, I think that take's only gotten better over time. Like, the joke now is, like, I actually think for real, here's the thing, Kassad, it's okay for people to donk on people not qualifying for the RMR or through the RMR. Like, I get, like the joke is even Falcons and Big T G2 would have gotten that if they hadn't. But, like, I actually feel for real, mate. Like, they, they talk about your team like it is the fucking G2 super team and you're failing all these lands. Like, I just want to tell people, in fact, you know what my take would be if I met these people in real life where they couldn't Google? I would just say, I'll tell you what, before you finish your take about bleed, name all five players. And if you can't name all five, you lose. Like, they'd all lose. I don't think they could even name the whole roster, mate. I think they'd get three names in and then they'd fucking start going, um, yeah, yeah, and then they'd just fail. They wouldn't get all five. So the idea that they're like, why isn't this team in the turn? It's like, who, who, who the fuck thought it should be? It's an experimental lineup in it. So I think people just... Exactly. I, the vibe I get saying. is, whatever you say, mate, it's wrong. You're in that category with me and Richard now. Yeah, you say yeah, something, they yeah. just, it's wrong no matter what. Like, even if they would have agreed, they find a way to disagree with you, if you know what I mean. If I, like, turn myself into Jesus Christ, I would still be fucking the devil. Like, I would still be <laughs> the devil in their eyes. If I turn myself into, in myself into the Jesus fucking Christ. They you know what? Hate you never knew before like this show, Maui, that he's sort of a poet in his own ways, and yeah, he's sort of an urban poet at all. That's the, that's the, that's the, you know, the, the curse, right? I love now. it. I love it. When, when it comes to like this lineup that they keep talking, I think you're right. They cannot name five players. They don't know. They think that I spent like four million dollars. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And the, the the truth is that I got my fifth player on January second, and the bootcamp started on January third. Yes. And the qualifier started on the seventh or eighth or whatever the fuck was it. It's just like, I'm not looking for excuses, it's whatever, but like, let's like get the real picture here. Let's understand like yes. what's going on. Like, it's right, here's like, an interesting one though, because technically we're going to have to be the judges for this, because I'm interested to see where you go on this one. Maui's take was that Vitality would have done worse with Dupree instead of Flames. I'm guessing this is when they won the 
Um, was it when they won Game, game of eight? eight? Yeah, I'm guessing. So, what do you think? Would 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 having Dupree have been worse for Vitality? Could they have kept the form before? Was the Flames lineup better? Cassad, what's your take? I think it was better. This? I think it was it was overall better. I think it was the right move. Uh, and Flames proved out to be super good for them, right? In the following months and after that in CS2. And I think it's just a, a right move to take, even though I rate Dupree pretty high. Yes. I still, I still think even though he's 30 years old, he can still shoot pretty pretty hard and he has all this experience and he can bring this aura aura on some of the team like whatever right but the thing is like i think it was the right move overall you yes. know how i feel about this these upgrades and like sure. next generation thinking in the future <clears throat> it was the right move yeah i think that's a massive w that one and the reason why is this i actually think that was the perfect time to cut him because i actually think dude if Dupree's won his fifth major and he's this old like he isn't going to be as hungry for a game as eight or an im sydney as like flames hasn't won anything at that point so i think that's even logically part of why vitality's now revitalized themselves obviously pun intended to become the top team again i think it was these side and so there's just a w on that one mate the reason I also made that was just because I watched Flames' demos at Gamers 8, and he was just so much more active right. as a player and just moving around than what Dupree ever did on that team. So that's okay. just like, like macro understanding or okay. like just activeness in general. Obviously, I will leave you guys to be the jury for this one. Then this Thorin character, who has a lot of hot takes on this show, said that Zewu is the most overrated GOAT contender in the history of Counter-Strike. Now, you have to understand, this is where Kassad gets it. Like a real man, I don't just go, he's a bit overrated. I go, he's the most overrated of all time. And then, whoa, fucking hell. So go on, guys. What's my, has that take gotten worse? Is it good? Is it bad? Where, where are you at on this one? I don't think it's going good for you, to be honest. Because he's like delivering number ones and like titles and all these things, right? Because when you think about the gold contenders, who are they, right? Yeah. It's simple. It's simple, yeah. right? It's Nico. It's Device, maybe. I think those are that's the main it, ones. It, that's enough. That's, that's enough. It, yeah, right? that's all good. And if you throw in like Zaiwu, I don't think that's like out of those four at the time, would probably you make you right. But right now it's like less and less. That's right. Okay. Because he's gonna, he's still again three times number one, two times number two. He did win a major, whatever. He did win all these things. So right now we cannot really deny it anymore. At least you know that much that we did before. So overall, okay. I think it's going bad for you at this moment. Do you share the same sentiment, Maui? Is that an L for me? It's going a bit too well right now, but I really think that what's something to keep our eye on is just kind of how he does this season because. I mean, they didn't have the hottest start already. And so, well, is this, and we never know, like the beginning of the downfall of someone like Simple was just kind of like one, two bad events. And yeah, then it's suddenly he's off the face of the earth and then he has to take a break. And, you know, like we don't know if he's ever going to come back into it. Zaiwu hasn't attained GOAT status yet. So obviously, like when you say overrated, I think the main thing is like the narrative at the time was that people are already crowning him. Oh, true. It's like, yes. what are we yeah. talking about here? Yes. That's yeah. so, th so th those people were definitely overrating him because he's still to me, would it yeah i think he's actually safely top five he's safely top five in the goat conversation now so yeah, for like, me top three like top yeah three. i think that's Be, fair i think like that's pretty fair nico yeah. uh, simple and nico and then him like even though maybe the nico is number three right now like the I thing is like device, he might be the number two device but, uh, yes but it's like you know he has like more years that but, was like that were like you know not there right but, even though the, the last year he was like what top 10 15 what was it the main but point of it is, like, is is just that well with with like 
with uh he's not number one like that so he can't be the goat like so that's why he's overrated like the, the whole okay. point of goat conversation is the best and he's not so i'll i'll he, chime in with an up update to this which i think makes my take right again so you actually just nailed it kasad if i was to name off all the people who would be the goat contenders you've nailed the list the short list everyone can agree on pretty much is going to be simple zimu nico device like realistically even if you want to put like kenny essel calls it you're going to put them on the list to put them fifth or sixth so what's the point like essentially the question is you're everyone picks one of those four probably one of those three without nico fight to guess right but those those are the people people all i'll say is this if you were overrated i I don't personally think like team accomplishments are the biggest deciding factor. I care about how you play and what I see game to game to game in the server. But everyone else in the world uses fucking rings and all that. So I'll just put this out there. Zewu has only ever won one prestige event ever. And it was the one, the major, where he played all the bombs in the playoffs. Like every other contender you've got there, even my boys like Kill Kenny S and Cold Zero, they've got prestige events they've won playing the best teams in the world and beating them here and fragging out. Zewu's never done this. It's actually one of the weirdest things for real about Zewu's career that I don't understand as a fan is I spent all these years as the lone person saying Simple and Eco could be the best when they didn't win the tournaments. And everyone told me, yeah, Maran, without rings, it means nothing. And then for Zewu, he didn't even get one ring until the end of the game. And they already told me he was the greatest. It's like, that, this, you've used the opposite logic, guys. Like, what's weird is, if you notice, I was someone who always said, even before I won the major, on the eye test, he is like a GOAT contender, of course. Like, look how fucking sick he is in the game. So, I, look, on that one, I'm actually fine if people think that's bad. Obviously, I, do, I put a lot of spice on it with the most overrated of all time, like, in the history of the game. Like, and again, that's the one, like, my fallen one, where, to me, it's more just the fact that, like, technically, anyone who's a bomber who was called the GOAT would be that, wouldn't it? So if someone said, like, Kirby was the GOAT, that would be the most overrated. But I'm doing it from people who could actually be a candidate. I'm just saying, by the typical yeah. ring criteria, you're basically picking someone with no Super Bowl rings. So I'm cool with that, but don't then tell me rings count, you know? Then we go to this take... Actually, I think you nailed this one, Kasada. You just said Heroic are not a top three team in 2023. And since that was in August, well, that was basically when they fell off a cliff and the ladder broke up. You actually, like, you got a bit lucky on that. But yeah, you nailed it, I think. I like by the, by the end lucky? of 2023, they weren't a top three team. If you look at what they did over yeah. the year, right? They started the year well, but kind of fell off after yeah. that. Yeah, that's, I what mean, do you think, Maui? Did you get the W for that? Uh, Sorry, could you restate it? Heroic are not a top three team in 2023. Let me, oh, in 2023? For the uh, whole year. The whole year, I think Please. they were third. Wait, weren't they third? Like, like Vitality's phase. number one, Vitality okay. Phase. And then G2. G2's Vitality in the mix G2. somewhere. Vitality phase G2 would be probably, well, I, I don't know if phase were really third. Were they? But they won the Grand Slam in that year. What do you mean? Yeah, they won one event. They won one event. They also won some CS2 stuff at the 20, end, though. This isn't just CS2. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. Because because of CS2, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Phase, like, phase, like I say, phase, I think he got a bit lucky, but I'll yeah, give him that yeah. W. You know. Yeah. You know. Well, it's funny, like how you don't say like. <laughs> I like, I like the way what, what triggers him is that we gave him it. I got to think about him. I'm not going to give you an award. When I have to take a trophy, I'm checking my rubric. I love it. The thing is, like, when I have to take an L. It's just like, yeah, it's not like you were unlucky there, but when I had to take a win, I was like, yeah, you were a bit lucky there. It's just, you can't have it both ways. Just either get the L or the win. This isn't where you come to for love and support, okay? This isn't the mental health support group, okay? Yeah. Like, why is he, you're looking to hire that person. We're not why is he like some like fucking high maintenance girlfriend? Like, well, it's just the way you said it, though. You weren't wrong, but the way that you said it was just you mean. I know. Like, you yeah, I'm just pointing out that people that you're being jackasses. Like, if you're going to like take, give me the, the, the L when I deserve it, 
just yeah, give me yeah. the win when I deserve it. Like without this like back comments, like, yeah, you got lucky or some shit. Like, that, yeah, it's all good. And then we came to this take, which was Maui's. And his, this is a pretty spicy take. He said that current Kenny Monacy was better than prime Kenny S. Do you remember that take? That was a fucking, that was a spicy one. That was a spicy one. By the way, though, to be fair, that's like a less sexy take when he goes into it. Like, obviously, he's counting stuff like literally the level of play in the modern day and how people are up and stuff. Like, he's not really meaning in the purely abstract sense in that one. So I would say that's just like, that's more of an opinion. I don't think you can be right or wrong on that, right? Who could, who could determine that? What would you say, Kassan? How was that take aged? Was it a good one? Uh, it's, I don't know. At, at the time, it was a garbage one, honestly. Uh, but <laughs> okay. right now, like... Okay, okay. <laughs> Okay. It was a garbage thing. Like, okay. but things like the the right now, Monesi is just performing so good, like in all aspects. Like, oh, he's, he's amazing, like, yeah. He's a monster, dude. So compare that to a monster like Prime of Kenny S, which was very scary era, sure. right? Back in the day, that yes. you couldn't face Kenny S. It, wherever he goes, you know that you're dead, right? Yes. You cannot counter the guy because he's so mobile. He's so like you know aggressive and 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 and, and the edge dial as an opera is just. Very, very difficult. And the same thing is now Monesi. Just a little bit upgraded version because he can rifle too. Like very yes. good as well. I'll so just say... Puts Maui in a semi-win there. I would have but given that an L. At the time, yeah. I would have given it an L. But obviously, Monesi hasn't even gotten better. So I think actually it's probably aged better than it was at the time. Like now it's actually a, an interesting debate potentially. Right, then yeah. we had this one. I've noticed there are a lot of themes where we basically just have teams and players we just hate on. So Kassad had one where he said, and this was correct, he said Team Liquid won't make a single big final for a whole year. Working out this I mean, far, mate. It's working out this far. Well, did I get lucky there too, or <laughs> you can't let that go, can you? Well, I can't, I can't, he's I can't, he's I can't just stuck that. on that luck thing, Mo. He can't get over it. Just... <laughs> Listen, Kassad, in life there's a saying in English that it's better to be lucky than good. Yeah, there is a song in Serbian similar to that. There you go. Maybe I'm maybe I'm, I'm, I'm just So basically you just need to make bleed bleed really lucky. Yeah. <laughs> It's all right. Don't because worry we cannot it. get any good. Yeah, that's the joke. That's the joke. Uh, it's all yeah. good. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Now, SE also, the reason why, this is why you should stick to these shows, mate. On these shows, you can just argue any old bollocks. Like, oh, I think that's actually not an L in the game. You should take the L. There's no, there's no, uh, there's no debate. You can't submit a report to Gabe. Like, we're actually, Gabe, the way we were doing the T side, though, we deserve more rounds. It's like, it doesn't matter. So you don't get anything for that. Doesn't afraid. matter. No. And then here we go. We've almost, this is a spicy one, actually. Thorin said, Hooksy still isn't a top three Danish IGL because they were using that whack angle to hit on. Basically, you have to have creative ways to hit on Hooksy. Like, my yeah, angle yeah. there was that like, he's not even in Denmark, but the joke there is Denmark had all the best IGLs, didn't they? So, like, I was kind of being a bit cheeky there because essentially at that point in time, top three in Denmark just is top three in the world. So, I, I think I'll I I take a W, but it's just a mean way to hit on Hooksy. I, I don't so. think you need to get creative to ho nah. hate Hooksy as a player, though. I, because before Oops. the imbeciles start like going crazy oh he seems alright as a person I, I, okay. I, I don't he's know right. I mean, probably the he's best okay. guy ever or whatever like but the thing is like <laughs> as, a, as, a, as a as a player like you, you, you don't have to be creative to hit you just look at the games and that's it wait who are you saying is better than him like if he's this not was when you had because you had Cadian, well, Snappy Katie, and Kerrigan Okay, Katie and Katie and Kerrigan. And, yeah. And, um, so like I say, it's actually one that just sounds super sexy on the surface. It's, not, it's actually, it's like a cheeky, yeah. just normal one that everyone would agree with otherwise, except for people who be hooksing. Then Maui had this one. Like, obviously this one hasn't finished yet, so we can't actually judge this one. He said, Frozen will be a top three rifler for the next three years. Right, well, obviously we've got many years to go on that one still. But tell you what, it's not looking bad so far. I'd say he's probably on that cusp right now. Look, it doesn't is help that Dom came in, so he's probably yeah, right on the. No. I think he's the third or fourth or fifth or something. He's, he's in that. He's in that vein. 
Remember, Axel's dropped off. We've got to. Th- I think he's not far. He's not far. Because if we're doing the uh, list, the uh, list would he's be not like, even close. like so he's not also close. Like yeah, uh, but not, then yeah, again, you know. where's Nico at the moment? So you know. Yeah, but so. Robs. Robs. There's one. Donk. I guess if we're good, well, you only got one tournament. We're, we're assuming Donk. Spinks. Okay, Donk. so he's like, so he's on the borderline. Like I say, he's just on the outside to me. So put it this way: bear in mind, he's got two plus years. He's got time to do it. Like if he gets also, better. Split. Okay. Yeah. No. Uh, nothing. No, because the problem is they never go to tournaments, do they? I agree. I think he, he could be better. Yeah. I don't know if they go to a tournament. I mean, Flit for that. might be in, 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 in a vacuum. Oh, there is Nerds no. as well. That's not bad. Nerds. Nerds? Like, yeah. No, no. He hasn't yes. been playing well versus for her. For I don't know. That's a tough one. Well. He's oh, a tough one. Come on, Maui. Like, he's been looking you're worse talking out of your ass right now. Okay, like, I will guarantee you, Kassad, I will bet you $100 right now that Frozen finishes higher than Nerds in the rankings in HLTV for this year. $100. Hi, that's that's, that's just a trap, isn't yeah, it? One place for phase, you know, one place for heroic. Though, like, I, 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 I'm, 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 then, then don't take nerds. Then don't okay. invoke, then don't okay. invoke nerds' name. You cannot okay. give me the even odds there. That if if I give you hundred dollars, then you yeah, can exactly. give me five hundred. Like if I win, like that's just the way it is. Give him small. Fifty to, uh, to one hundred. Uh, I'll give you. I'll give you hundred. You give me fifty. Right. Okay. Two to one. Yeah, I'll give you two to one. Again, bullshit. Like they're playing with Nikodos. Okay, I'll give you hundred. You give me thirty dollars. Done. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Done. All right. Frozen will finish higher in the rankings than than Nerds this year. We've already got a few to go out. So then yeah. we go to um, the last take of that episode. Which, believe it or not, this is how you actually know Kasad isn't just a Nico stand. He actually disagreed with me. I said that Nico was the second best CS:GO player of all time. That was my hot take. Even, Wait, the even second best. Yeah. I said he was because my point was if I if you take everything off and you just look at the eye test, I think Nico's eye test is unbelievable, mate. It's like eight years of just being a fucking stud. He was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why he's number it's one. It's a hot take. It's a hot take, obviously. So, you know, it's all good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's all right. Yeah, it's, it's just an opinion. opinion more, so just but, an opinion. Yeah. yeah, it's all good. Right, then we go to episode 14, which was the same month, but at the end of August. Thorin had the take, fans go overboard with stats worship. More of an opinion yeah. again. Yeah. That's but I do agree. I do agree with that one. It's garbage. Yeah. Like, now that I'm back in the game a little bit, well, yeah. a lot, the thing is, like, it is, like, it's it's crazy. Like, how, how wild, true that it? is. Yes. Like they don't they don't see past numbers. Like they don't see past fucking stats. They, they they don't see shit in the game that other people do that like makes those numbers like happen. Oh man, the just, two players for me for real that show that stats is just worship. There's like an absolute like if the numbers high, you must be good. It's like on the low end, it's like players like Inters where the fans like they see his numbers and they think like he's like hooksy, he can't frag. It's like they're not even playing vaguely the same way, you idiot. Like that number isn't equivalent. And then on the higher end, I mean everyone agrees now because he won the major. But I always thought everyone underrated Magus because what you all did is go to HL TV when he was in Vitality and you saw he had like what the hell he only has like a one point zero eight rating. It's like bro. He probably got like every fucking entry and won every clutch in the game. Like, what are you talking about? Like, that 1.08 yeah. isn't a 1.08 from fucking Rops having a bad series, you know what I mean? Like, that's a fucking bag of 1.08. So, to me, I think that's just a classic one that'll always be an evergreen take on that. It's more, I was more going against fans on that one, obviously, because they think it does matter. Right. Kassad then had a take. This is an interesting one. I'll see what you think of this, Maui. Kassad's take was that the tier two and tier three players wouldn't be better in CS2. I think the context was in the idea that people think, oh, it's a new game, so maybe people will just be like twice as good. And then, you know, like if, like essentially there was all those people who said they were going to come back to the game or whatever. I think his take was that it'd be a similar enough game. It wouldn't like boost you that much. What do you think? Would you, would you agree with him or disagree? I think that was an L. Uh, you yeah, think they were better? The tier two and I think three I was players. Wrong. Yeah, I think I was wrong. Okay. 
Okay, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, tier, tier two and three has just the floor has risen a lot. Yeah, yeah, it it it, 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 it. Yeah. like it's it's different. It's a lot different right now. Okay, tier yeah. two players are are sharp as fuck right now. Yeah, even yeah. like bunch of tier really three good. players. It's it's not that just I always also the fact that they have more resources right now. There's so much shit that sure. you can see on on yes. YouTube on all these things, yes. and they what what the old players learned in six months, and improved in six months. The new young players improve in one month. So that's the difference right now, and I think I I overlooked that. That's why it's an L. I was a bit unlucky there. Okay. And then there was the take that this one hasn't ended yet, but we'll just put it out there. Let's see what you think about it. Because I'd also had the take that in 2024, Spinks would be Vitality's best player. Now that is a fucking scathing hot take. But yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, technically hasn't ended yet because he could still technically be right. All I'm going to say is if the air quality is like it was in Canavate might be possible because, by the way, that meme has actually for real transcended the show because it was never even a serious fucking meme. But it's actually like the joke is, Maui, it's actually a better guide for if he will do well than actually watching the matches. I know it sounds yeah. mad, but it is. It actually has worked so far, hasn't it? It's crazy. It's, well, the, thing, the, the funniest thing about that predict that thing is still like the fact that in Washington, D.C. Yes. spring finals, when there was literally uh, like the, the Montreal or the yes. Quebec fires that came down to the East Coast, he had like one of his worst events also of yeah. the year. Also, it's gotten so bad. It's gotten so popular that people are just saying it on broadcast all the time now. Oh, right. OK. I know that. And I think like behind the scenes, like I don't think. Katowice and Carmack are entirely... Oh, they won't be liking that, no doubt. I know, yeah, exactly. They don't like that take at all. That's like anti-PR at that point in time. It yeah, is, because the whole point of them being in Katowice is that it's supposed to be a tourist thing yes, for them letting them use the Spodek for cheaper. Too. Whereas you've actually made it, even though they've never been there, that, like, you can't even breathe air there, like... You made, it, you made it sound like they're like underground in a mine or something, you know? Like, no, from... I know. I've, Listen, I, I will say... By the way, if you don't realize as well, that the joke that Maui's actually done with that angle, this is why the cultural impact one's a good one as well, is you need to have like your own shit that people associate with your brand in the same way as I have like my own thing. I mean, the joke is man, it's just that like he hates Fallen and Zebra or whatever, but like I have my own shit too. So then we go to a Maui take here. It's an interesting one. He said in August last year that Ence was the best team in the world. Now, all I'm going to say is this, Kassad, didn't win shit after that, of course, so... I think he took the L on that one. What do you and think? They, and they fall apart. They did, they did fall apart and sell the team. Yeah, that's true. So I think he takes the L on that one. So this is not a huge I mean, one, but yeah, it's an L. It's yeah, an L. It's, it's, uh, it's up there. It's an L. He was reaching for something, but yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, always, mean, I, I get his angle. He was like, you know, he was like, yeah, they're on Dallas. They're like playing this final. Yeah. But he didn't take into account that, you know, they cannot hold the team and he yes. obviously fucked up there. So yeah, it's an L. By the way, I agree. Yeah, I also think it's a well-intentioned one. Like, if you looked at eye test-wise, they were really good at the time. The problem yeah, is, as you yeah, say, yeah, yeah. they were never going to keep that team anyway. Like, it was inevitable they were going to be going. Then not, I, like, I had a take. <laughs> some of these, I actually realized I, I shouldn't have just written the take down because some of the context is like, fuck, even I can't remember the context of this. So then I had a take that said, Zewu stands, no, he isn't the best player. And I think it was, and what fucked up angle would I even have that they know he's not the best player? Oh, I think it was actually yours, Maui. I think it was the idea of like, if he's the best, why do they never say what I do? Which is, well, the eye test says he's the best. They oh, always right. go with like, but look at the stats or look at this, but where's simple, and where's simple run by it? It's like, bro, if he's just the best, isn't the first, like, it's why I've always been suspicious, by the way, about messy fans. They do the same thing as I'd, yeah, but who has more ball No, no, no. Just tell me with your eyes who was the best. The number one thing you should be saying if you think Messi's the best football player is, I've never seen a better football player. 
that's a brilliant argument. I can't debate that. I can just say what I've seen, can't I? Or ask you what you've seen. But they don't ever do that for Z-Wave. You notice they never just say, he's obviously the best look at the screen, you idiot. They go, weird stats thing, or well, he's never had a land map below 1.0. Like, bro, if he's the best, just say he's yeah. the best. Just tell me he's the best. Wouldn't that be where he'd but- start? This is this is where the whole like cultural impact take yes. really like plays plays big on this because it's just that uh, other than a there's now uh, admittedly since I made that take there's been some more like iconic Zaiwu moments and things like that but so often it was just kind of like oh look at this like his multi kill percentage or like look at yeah exactly like yes. oh he's got a 47 map streak of 1.0 plus rating and it's like okay like just say literally if you can't say look at your screen then you know, like, look at what he's doing. Look at what he's doing. That's why yes. so many people are re- ready to crown someone like Monacy. Like, yeah. it's just like, look at your screen. Yeah, yeah, agreed. By the way, that's even one area where I do think sometimes those of us who do obsess over stats, sometimes we go too hard on people. Like, the joke is there'll be someone who's like the interviewer girl who'll be like, my top three players were these people. And then everyone's going in like, you fucking moron. It's like, she just means she watched them and thought they were good for fuck's sake. Like, it wasn't some like authoritative take from Mount Zion of like, this is the reality, the truth of reality from God himself. Like, people go too far on that one. As long as it's not egregious. As long as you're not like, you know, when Vitality wins the major, you're not like, Dupree could be the goat. Like, as long as it's something like, I just think Rops is super sick. Yeah, okay, he is. Just whether or not we think he's better or worse than the others. Then we had this one. This was an interesting one. Let's see where Maui goes on this one. Kassad said, <laughs> well, I love is how half the takes aren't even about the take. They're just about like, oh, he's back on that shit again. So you ready? Kassad's take one. Remember, this is after they've won Cologne. What a hater take this is. He goes, if Snappy joined G2, they would have an era. Right after Huxley just won like Cologne. Like, it's like, <laughs> Huxley, I'm going to let you finish. But if Snappy had been here, he'd have won an era by now. Like, I love it. I love the like dedication to haterism. Though. I love it. It's brilliant. Yes, you have to stick to your, like, you know, to your, your, your path. Okay. Yes. Sometimes. Exactly. But the thing is, like, yeah, that was, uh, I mean, they did win Cologne. I sort of agree with it still, mate. Like, like, look, no, no one can have that team because like, JKS is gone. But if I think if you give, J- I think if you give Snappy that team, that would be like my dream for him. Man. I think it'd be amazing. Exactly, that'd like, be that, really that's amazing. That's the point of the thing. Yeah. That was the point of the thing. They would win more, but like, it's when you say it like that, then you sound like an idiot, right? No, no. And, uh, so... It's just, but that's the way I'm looking at it. So basically, that is yeah. just an opinion, but Loki, I actually yeah, agree yeah, anyway, yeah, so yeah, yeah, it gives yeah. a fuck, I'm, right? I'm just convinced that Kassad is just campaigning all the time for certain yes. certain things that he just, he's yes. just like founded these arguments and he's just never going to let go. Even yes. even if Hooksy wins a Grand Slam, it's going to be like, would have been two Grand Slams with Snappy. Yes. No, no, the joke is like, Kassad is the guy where you're just like, oh, kind of a bit rainy weather. And he's like, yeah, and that's also why Hooksy needs to be fired. And you're like, what? <laughs> okay, holy shit. All right. So he's one track mind. Okay, he's always on it. Okay, I'm with you. <laughs> then we had one I'll actually leave it to you too even though by the way we're all incredibly biased in different angles on this one I then said that the golden era of CSGO broadcasting is over said someone from the golden era who no longer works in broadcasting or any of his friends and then I said that to two people who work as the new era of broadcast so I don't know you guys tell me was that was that an L take a W take where would you go on that one uh, the thing is like I don't know how to be like on my side and on your side at the same time, because I do low-key think that the broadcast before was more entertaining. Okay. Like because simply because the personalities on the broadcast was like were not like too worried about like, yeah, am I gonna get the hate oh, message? Sure. Is it gonna be a Reddit thread about me? Is it gonna be a fucking HLTV forum thread? People didn't care back then. Like some of the OG people today in the broadcast they still don't care and those are the most entertaining oh, people for sure, in the yes. thing, right? 
and that's that's why I always like try to be myself, whatever. Like I don't care what people say, and uh, they make the threats or not. I just say what I think because that's what pay me, pay me. They're paying me to do that, sure. right? And you know, I have some some of my th things that go overboard, but overall, I do say what I think, and I think that was the golden era of broadcast back then because when you were there, Richard and and bunch of other people as well, right? People were just like making show making shows are entertaining like the yes. content the product they were producing was so much uh, more fluid and more like you know back and forth back and forth and funny and then now it's everybody's like scared to say what they think not everyone but a bunch of people are scared to say what they think so they don't get into any conflict so they don't end up on reddit so they don't end up not getting hired because people hate them right like, but they don't understand everything like that. It's good television, right? It's good product, and the TEOs they fucking love it. Most oh, of them. sure, yes. Like when you when your clip gets on top of Reddit, yes. when you like, you know, you do that shit, like, <clears throat> and, and and they love it, right? But there's a bunch of people who are afraid to say that. Obviously, you don't need to be a jackass. You don't need to be a, you know, whatever. No, I just thought that in for free. That's just the service I had. Yeah. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I don't have to do it. It's not required, believe it or not, guys. But, you know, just do it anyway. Thing, yeah. Yeah. Also, but I'll just say, like... the reason why I think I automatically have to take the W there is the aforementioned head, you thing. In the modern day, you just go, this team that's the favourite who got wrecked didn't turn up and they go, leave the studio. It's like, that's not really the world I was from, guys. I think my world's a bit raw. I yeah. was like smashing baguettes well, and stuff, wasn't I, you know? <laughs> yeah, one thing, one thing I would bring up, I might have brought this up on that episode, I remember, but it's just that now, unfortunately, as before, before it was a lot more personality and conversation driven, and it was almost like a lot of the desk segments were like a mini podcast right there uh, stuff today is a lot more asset driven like they basically yes. want to have like yes. almost like a powerpoint slideshow of like hey we made all these graphics and assets and to the credit of the to's right now they've put together teams that can actually oh, that sure. are worthwhile to use yes. them like if we request a graphic the night before or like a really good package they actually usually come up with the goods on that stuff so it's nice well, the to thing is like it's, it's also the the, the the thing with like people on the talent like list right they have the freedom at least we did in esl to just you know do whatever we want kind of bring up ideas yes like they gave us the options to give ideas bunch of people that are not giving ideas they just let right. the producers do the stuff right. and the producers are doing their stupid thing where they like have 50 different like graphics and 18 yeah, different yeah. interviews which ends up being like ass yes. right instead of like contributing themselves and say listen i'm gonna say this and this and this and you make me this graphic while i'm con communicating about this player and saying exactly this you're gonna play it you're going to post it like and producers will be fine right with yes. that otherwise we just have people like i said just letting the 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 the, the producers do everything right, by the way obviously i want to get through a lot of these ticks but i'll just say one thing on this topic it's actually an interesting idea i want to put forwards and believe it or not you might not know this but i know for a fact for mo many of my shows people who are like the top execs of like esl plus they watch these shows they actually do care what like community opinion is especially by the way if you're OG like if it's a Richard Lewis thing they're going to watch to find out what he thinks about the business or does he have a yeah. good idea so sometimes by the way they do take good ideas so here's one I'm going to give you for free the actual person that you should hire for the desk because as Maui says it was the opposite in my day in my day we talked and a guy in production scrambled to put a graphic or a something on screen that we were talking about and essentially he followed us with the asset now, as Maui says, it's the other way around. Like people like Freya and the hosts know what's coming next, and they're directing the conversation towards the player that the graphics coming from, the team on this, the help entries or whatever. There's what you need. You, what, at the moment, the only problem is the assets are quite simple. I'll tell you literally what I would do. I would hire that Nero guy that we had on Snake and Banter.
Twitter because have you noticed how he has had some of the best graphic stats? He had two that were brilliant. One was the one that was about how much are people lurkers or aggressive, that one he made into islands, which was just a graph. And the other one I thought was mega. These are both things that would be mega for use on broadcast. Was you remember the one he did last year that was like how who has like a step up in the arena games versus the group? Those are mega graphics, by the way. That's the sort of shit. If you put that on screen, someone like Maui Maniac, they could just go for like 10 minutes on that if you need to. Like there's so many cool, like that's a, it was also notice with his, he did a very interesting visual way to show it. It wasn't just a graphic with data. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that was, I is, would love that shit on broadcast. That would be brilliant to talk about. Exactly. Like I also like people who, who will oppose me at the desk, right? Like sure. if you disagree with me on the opinion on something that I said, just bring it up. Let's debate it. Like it doesn't have to be for yes. 10 minutes. It can be 60 seconds, yeah, yeah. right? Where we go back and forth. No, no, this is because of that. No, you are wrong. That's why I like being on the desk with, with Yanko and, and, uh, and uh, Maniac sometimes because he opposes me, but he does not that sharp. Yanko is a yes. bit different, but I like debating them, right? In, yes. in the, in the, in, on the desk. So that, that's what makes it interesting. Right. And then I, that I would rather do that than follow up the graphics and talk about the boring stuff. And like, phase is playing against roaster or something right it's just yes. what you yeah. talk about that right? i mean with the with the stuff that nero does um and still with full credit to him obviously but it's just the the way that if you're on the inside of hltv you have all the demos parsed and you have all the data yes. at your fingertips in spreadsheets that are more manipulate you can manipulate those that data a lot better than if what we're doing because a lot of the graphics that eight like all TOs have to work with and even us as talent is just like we're just kind of sifting through HLTV using the limited yep. parameters that they allow us <laughs> to use and so like it's a lot easier for them to like highlight certain pack like certain certain elements and then say this is playoff data this is not data like we we would have to like the manual the, the amount of like just like data mining we would have to go through and scraping is so much harder than just like and that that seems that sounds like kind of like a lazy thing like just do the work it's like no they literally have a spreadsheet that is like oh yeah easy yes, to manipulate. like if you've, if you've worked as like you know i studied stats like getting an xls spreadsheet and just getting to use that versus having to literally manually input things from yes. hltv is just night and day different like it's just it's not the same yes Right, okay. Then we had the last take on that episode. You're obviously right on this one. You, This is how quickly the Cloud9 hype died. Remember, it was only like two episodes earlier that we were like, Cloud9, Kassad's take was Cloud9 won't win any more events in the next six to eight months. I think he nailed that one. They did indeed not win anything. So there you yeah, go. I mean, W for that one. Even if that hasn't finished, it will finish with him being <laughs> Yeah, they, they're definitely going to do it. I don't know exactly. <laughs> they're not winning anything. No. Right, then we had on 6th of September, episode 15, so we've only got three to go here. Maui said, this is just an opinion, introducing skins into CSGO was the worst thing Valve ever did to the eSport. I don't think that's changed. If you agreed, then you agree. Then if you didn't, you don't. Sorry. What do you think about the stickers now? What do you think about the sticker manipulation now? By the way, that do, I will say that one, part does, that one part does blow my mind. You know when people first saw that some of those stickers don't even look right? I was like, guys, you had one job for real. I, even the game stuff, fans might think the game has to be like CSGO. No, no. The only thing you had to nail was make the stickers work because that was the thing with the gun skins that were transferred over. The idea you fucked that up actually does amaze me that they blew that because that's, that's the cash cow to me, you know. I think that's wild, yeah. I do still think that skins... I, I think Richard has oh. nailed it, by the way. If you want to talk about branding, it is so funny that Richard made that term, skin cells, for people who yeah. are like incels, but for skin... Like, yeah, if you ever see them, they're notice, mate. They're just people who are like... All they're obsessed with is just skins in the game. Like, And by the way, they are like real, like some sort of like fucking... Like, rat-like human hybrid race who lives in the sewers or something. Like. They're not even like humans, mate. They're, it's so, it's like a level of degeneracy. It's like, you know, CSGO skins, not even once. Like one of those drug commercials, you know. Like, 
<laughs> and by the way, I'll just throw this out there. The people who just use the different letters from different teams to spell out like slurs on their AK, like just grow up. Oh my God. Just, come yeah. on, just go. Not least because that costs so much money to do that, you dickhead. Like, it's so worthless. <laughs> yeah. Like, how many skin, how many stickers did you have to waste to write a slur on the gun, you idiot? Like, <laughs> I mean, and, yeah. and also, you're just not an OG. If you were OG, you'd do like Zeus and just put it as the name of the weapon. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure yesterday. I don't know. Shout out for the Nico. old school fans who know that one. Come Nico, on. Nico had the gun on Ancient versus Phase. I don't know whose USP it was, but it spelled FAP on it. I was like, dude, come on. Like, like someone on G2. Probably Hoxie, I imagine. Probably Hoxie for the lols. These days, I don't even know which words are like, you know. <laughs> Acceptable. This is a great take not... already. I love it. I love it already. Like, uh, it's like some, know, like, it's like some sort of Archie like, Bonkeress uh, character in the animal. Like, it's like really? over there are some obvious words, right? Like yeah, you can you know, use, but like at this point, like whatever you say is wrong. It's true. Like what it's the true. fuck? It's true. Like, it's just such you... a it's just such a great take from someone who looks like you, Cassandra, or me. That's all. An old boomer just going, you can't even bloody say anything. You're just wrong all the time. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I love well, the vibe. It's great. I love it. It's <laughs> but I also do agree with the serious point. You've got a point there. Right, moving on. This is one. Again, this is just an opinion. I just said that I thought the Intel Grand Slam should include non-ESL events. That's obviously a hot take in the sense that, like, well, they don't include events they don't sponsor. I just meant because if, if it could include the whole circuit, it would be the dopest accomplishment you could ever have. If, imagine if it really was just you win four big tournaments and you get, like, a ring or something. That would be kind of cool, right? Just an what opinion. Do you consider big tournaments like Blast, Blast Finals. Is that the big tournament? Well, that's obviously the problem, isn't major. it? Yeah, it's including the majors. Yeah, that's, that's, major. major that's it. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. more the major. Like if you have a PGL major, I'd want it included. You know, it's more that. Yeah, it, it's just it doesn't make like business. No, no, it doesn't at all. Sense. I'm with you on that one. Then here's one. I tell you what, this is actually a banger because obviously you turned out to be right. Kassad said, if if K Serato doesn't leave Furia for Team Liquid, he is going to ruin his career forever. Now, obviously, we haven't had forever yet, but I think so far it's pretty good, isn't it? Sort of nailed that. Even though, as Maui pointed out, he has won a LAN. Uh, he won at least a Masters, whatever Masters <laughs> tournament is. Like, I don't care. Like, just come on, grow up. I love it. <laughs> like, then we had this take from Maui, which... I'll let you be the judge of this one, Kassad. He said Brolan needs to go back to a Swedish roster, so very much a, a sort of Chad-esque take nowadays. So what do you think? D did Brolan indeed need to go back to a Swedish roster? Is that, that Surely that's like a small L, isn't it? Because he has sort of been good on mouse, hasn't he? What do you say? Yeah, I, I don't think know. it's a big one, like, though. Like, I, I, got, I, the, like I got the sentiment. Age-wise, he fits into that lineup because they're all young and he's like 22, 23. Sure. And he's a little bit introvert. He's like super quiet and yep. stuff. I don't know how that fits into his, like, into these personalities that, you know, Mouse has with, like, you know, all this, uh, for example, Torzi, he's Hungarian, you know, the, the Balkan region, it's like they're loud, they're sure. this, and obviously the the, 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 the Shui is, like, Polish, and it's, like, it's not the same, right, when, when Nordic people that are just, like, you know, zombies pretty much sometimes, right? It's just, uh, I don't know if that's, a, if that's a good move for him. So far, it's not, it's out to be judged, but the thing is, like, was it better for him if he had a Swedish line of 100%? Like, I think he would perform better. I think that's one where I don't even think... I, I don't think that's an L or a W. I think it's just in the middle. Like, it's not a bad take. I think if people want to go back to that, 
If people want to go back to that episode, I pulled up all the stats for when Brolin was on Swedish rosters versus when he was on English speaking rosters and how it was just, it wasn't even like Krieg nerf, which a lot of people cited as like Brolin's fall right. off. It was literally when he switched to an English oh, team. Right, okay. That's when his performances, oh, yeah, that's when it's disregard the, the imbalance Creed completely. Like surely well, it has his, at least 30% of your take is connected his, to Krieg. Well, no, no, no. I, I mean, the I mean, it was just disproving a little bit that the, it's the a community narrative. He means, yeah, he because, means because, fans you know, think it's just the Krieg nerf. It's like saying well, Breeze would be the same, the, the same player even the Krieg was on. Like it's that he, makes. Like, Brolin, Brolin literally had better stats once the Krieg was nerfed. He literally, okay. literally, as soon as the Krieg was nerfed in the next three six months, he just had better stats. I tell you what, I think this next take has aged fabulously well. I mean, obviously, I didn't know I'd be recording this episode now. My take was the current NIP lineup is a complete waste of everyone involved's God. time. By the way, the joke on that one is you could say that any time in the last like three that's, years. Yeah, that's been my take for the last like three months or six months even. I don't even yeah. lineup when you said that. I think yeah, this is yeah. when they. I think this is when Dexter came in. If I had to guess, I think it's when he came. No, you went to Fnatic. What am I talking about? Who was it? Who, it must be when Hampus took over his IGL. I think this is when Alexi B had just left to Navi, maybe. And then the Hampus came yeah, back, and then but he stayed a little bit just. Yeah, but it's because they, they, it's because they, they had that roster that was like Brawlan, Rez, Confit. It's like that lineup never worked, did it ever? Like just it, yeah, that's yeah, why I said it was. Yeah. That's why, if you remember, the reason I said it was a waste of everyone's time is I actually think all the players could be better in other teams. Like I don't think any of those players are bad. I mean, look, Estatag wasn't great, but. Even he could be on an all right team and be okay. He could be on some shitter team, obviously. The thing is, like, well, I, I don't know. I'm not going to talk about that stack. But the thing is, like, when it comes to NIP, I, I do think, I mean, it's, it's hard to say. I do think they're, they're going to be seeing some better days because obviously it cannot be worse than this. <laughs> sure. right? yes, but that, that, that's, that's, you know, the backstory. But the thing is, like, I, I do like Eric, uh, who is NIP Eric Vander, who worked with ESL. I think because we worked with him when the company acquired Hampus, oh, he right. was seemed to be very, okay. you know, open about things, and he was like very professional. He seemed to have a normal vision about whatever is happening in the scene, and they also fired or lost their CEO. Oh, sure, Jonas, Jonas, yes. whatever his name is, right? So that's a that's that he was a massive like you know, kind of obstacle for that team right yes. now and i think removing him or him leaving is going to help that organization right now they're on a rock bottom that's fine but they still have you know time to repair i think those two the the, the, the eric there and threat being there is also you know not the worst thing i think they can direct them a little bit better than they are right now but a lot of changes are need to be there it still blows my mind that the player like that kid maxter uh, who is in their academy team is is isn't playing instead of Asset. No, it's mad, isn't it? yeah. It's just crazy to me because this is the player they needed. Right, he's a support player. That he's a good kid as well, very disciplined kid. I had a conversations with him. You know, I had a call when he was supposed to come to us, but then the PGL had been fucked the whole deal. I'm gonna talk about it when the time comes. But the thing is, like, uh, <laughs> the the thing is, like, he's a perfect for that role, and they just chose Asset, and. You know what happened, like, and also that Alex the guy who said who came. Oh, the from, Spanish one, the, the, the oh Spanish guy. He, he left the team, and then he they bet zero and three, and then his old team qualified. Like that's so yeah. rough for him. That's uh This that's actually ties in though to the next take, which was Maui, and you have to remember this was in September, so it was before releasing Masters. He actually said Nork is the best Swedish player. I think I think you nailed it. At the time, but I think that now it's Brolin or Nock, actually. They're both I'll good, though. Yeah, both good. I'll tell you this, that Hampus is the Spanish best player. 
okay. Listen, it's not the, it's not yet. Yeah, that that's for later in the hot take section. This is we're you're reviewing like, old hot takes. Wow. Save that shit for later. So we'll get yeah, to yeah. that in a year yeah. from now. You're like right. that, that one needs to come with a disclaimer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then okay. and then we had this one. Look, I actually think I'm going to say already. I think this one's an L. Kassad said, "Give Cold Zero a second chance." Was I drunk? <laughs> yeah, yes. What's were, bad is, remember, I, I say it's September. We're saying that like it's 10 years ago. Like it's only February now. Like, what the hell happened in like four months? <laughs> I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I, think... I must have been like, like under some influence or something. Like, I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's just, uh, I guess that's an L. It's all right. You just take that. Well, listen, we all listen. To be fair, in the last episode, I did say Kenyus would qualify for the Blast Paris Majors. So we all get my, we all get caught up in nostalgia, you know. Listen, listen. Yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah, exactly. I just caught up in imagination. I love Cold Zero too, but you know, I've just got to let him go now. He's hurting me and himself yeah, too yeah, much. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Then the last take of that episode, there's two episodes to go. Was, I mean, and this is just an opinion again. I just said that Blame F can't be bad or a below average player like Plebs fucking tell me he is. Like, again, you don't have to think he's the best player, but he's clearly fucking good. Like. He just is, isn't he? Like, I have eyes. I can see he is good. I, th- I feel like that one's just an all right take. Yeah, if the take is like, blame is good, yeah. You nailed it. Great fucking job. <laughs> no, but jo- dude, I'm not joking, Maui. It's... You come back real. People actually think he's like a bit yeah, like a yeah. net negative to a team, isn't don't they? People actually think he's like a cancer to the team or something like, and stats-wise or something. He's a cancer I mean, to the team, but he's a beta, yeah. But I he is, but he's good at it. He's good at it, though. But, that's kind of the yeah. same people. It's like, I mean, my I think I backed you up on that take because people just look at Blame F and they just want to hate him so badly they because do, he looks like reason, the guy yeah. that pushed him into a locker when they were in high school. But yeah, probably that too. The thing is like... Give him a swirly. I, I, I would like Blame F not to call them because like if he, if sure. he were a baiter and you call everything in your own favor... Yep. Like that's just bad. I'm with you on like that. If you, are, yeah. if you are a baiter, then they go bait, deliver my frags and do your thing, whatever, right? Follow the protocols, do your thing and fine. But don't call everything in your fucking, you know, favor so you can play the best round. It's like four more people there. I mean, the obvious joke I would make is the name of the fucking role is leader and you're always the last one coming from behind. So I just think on a literal level, you aren't the leader. You're the one fucking coming behind, aren't you, to clean up? So there you go. If it, you know what we call someone who comes at the end to clean up at the end of the day? A janitor, not a, cl- not a leader. You're not the CEO, you are the janitor. Right, then we'll do them two episodes ago. We'll do some of these quick. Right, Maui, ooh, says... I actually think you've been proven right on this one. You're, you ha- you speculated before Richard or anyone had put it out there that actually Yabby and Stown, the reason they did that play of saying kick Cadian is they actually thought Heroic would go, well, no, we're keeping Cadian and therefore they'd go to Astralis. Like, well, that was actually your take. I would say, based on what Richard or others have brought, I believe that was even proven to be correct, that like the idea was internally they didn't think they were going to get booted, right? Or yeah, they, yeah. No, they did think they were going to get booted, sorry, so they could get to Astralis easy and quick without costing money, I believe. Yeah, it seems like that was a conspiracy theory that was proven actually true. Based on the reporting, yeah, as far as I know, it's just true. I mean, it's rare case when we got the inside. I many before. conspiracy theories, but once I do, they're always right. Okay, fair enough. Flat Earth or something? No, 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 no. That's not one. Uh, yeah, because I, yeah, I, don't, I don't reveal. I don't reveal them to the general oh. public. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, all and the point of this show is that we have to verify whether it's correct or not. Obviously, none of us can go beyond the thirty-third parallel. Anyway, so yeah. on episode. 16, which was the same one. Then I had the take. Tell you what, this is only in October. I think I've killed it so far. I said Twists would be second best to Elysian CS2. Obviously, CS2 has a long way to go, but thus far, 
I'll take the W there. That's an easy W for me, Alfred Boyce. Why would you take the W there based on what? Like one event? Are you fucking kidding me? Elise has been good every single CS2 event he's played, mate. Are you out of your mind? The, the team is trash, by the way, but he, he's mega. He's good even when they fucking lose. Go watch. He's mega. What's Twists doing? Aside from just going like, hey, Cadian, I loved you in that episode of that reality. Before you fucking talk about your dickhead, just be a pro player. Why are you a fan of this? You've, you, by the way, you Twists, like Twists, you, you were winning. Twists, Twists, you like, were winning the Grand Slam when Cadian was watching on like North teams in the crowd and you're like, Cadian, I've just always wanted to play you with you. Know? Come on. Do you know how much resources does Elish take in that team? Like all the resources uh, in the routes are going All that to he him. needs, all that he needs, and then he tell you what he gives you. Like straight fire. All the resources. And, and look at Liquid. And look at their team right now. Let's open up the rankings. They have Nap. He takes up resources. Yekindar. I'm not even going to talk about that. Kadian, as well as an IGL. The only one who is playing without taking, again, all of these things is Kulls. So, we, so you we, agree with we, me then? Logically, if he doesn't have any resource, he can't be doing more. So you agree with me? Or he's not doing more and he cannot like be called out as a second guy because he doesn't have the same resources as the Leash. Nah, he's so, called. I called, him, I called him out. It's too late. I called him out. Well, I, I called him out and I declare myself W on that one. Okay. I, I, I refuse to accept any L. Yeah, I'm, I'm, doing your, I'm doing your tactic. I'm just refusing to take it out of this one. I'm taking the W. I win no matter what. There's just nothing that really Twist has done other than play these Blast Spring groups where Liquid didn't even... Did they even make it to the... Did they qualify for even the, uh, the final? I don't know. They didn't. Liquid failed everything, if you remember, at the beginning. That was the sad I, thing. And I told you this, like, I think like, I agree at some point with you on this one because I, I said mean, that Leash is a smarter player than Twist is because he brings more to the team than Twist does right. when it comes to ideas, when it comes to the structure. But again, God. he takes up a lot more resources than, than don't, Twist. Don't give a so, fuck. Uh, don't give a fuck, mate. So here's the thing. <laughs> the next take is a, is a Kassad one and I want to see what Maui thinks. This take, 28th of October, 2023, Fallen is still the best Brazilian opera. Oh my god! By the way, I don't know what Kassad was doing this last this month oh between god. September and October. He's just like, like oh, he's like the last dance biggest like, fan ever. And all like, I literally I think, feel like bring yeah. Cold Zero back, fallen some shit. Know, so, what are these takes? Holy fuck! Yeah. I feel like Kassad <laughs> just started like he just rewatched Columbus over and over again <laughs> so, and just like yes. forgot that it was in the yes. past or something. How are you making these takes? <laughs> yeah, because there is what so is the many good, to these? many good operas in Brazil right now. Name them, you fucker. Name them. Safe. Safe. Zeddy, what? <laughs> I would that's rather it. drink my own piss right now. Here, look at it. That's not really his own piss, guys. Obviously, yeah, that's a bit uh, far. Listen, demonetized, we're not demonetized. we're not on Twitch, but that's not his own piss. I promise you. Then please don't demonetize the video. So, right, anyway, look. That by the way, that was not even really false. That's just a funny take in it. Here's a good one though. Maui Snake said CS2 doesn't require high level in game leading. What Chopper do you think, Kassad? What do you think? Chopper just won an event. Is that an L? Well, that's an L. I, you know, I think I might have agreed with him back then. But the thing is, like, I was in that twilight era, so it doesn't count. But I do think the IGLs are doing a lot of things right now because I'm watching a lot of games every day. And uh, I see some of these things, like Chopper, for example. He is one of the... I was going to use this as a hot take, but I'm going to skip it and say it like here. I think he's one of the most underrated in-game leaders right now because if you look okay. at his game right now and the things how he deals with certain problems in the meta and how he deals with the meta itself and how he leads the team it's quite unbelievable and individually how he plays his spots 
is is just something on the next level that that I haven't seen in this uh, you know Eastern European eye drills. See what I did there. So the I remember the take is just more out like it's actually not even as much about CS2. It's more about MR12 because you can have a good oh, yes, side half right. yes. by winning pistol round, getting three rounds off of that, and then winning one gun round and resetting them because the economy is so bad for CTs. Because That's kind so, of like because it's so easy to win the T pistol, yeah. Well, obviously, it's That's like... That's like saying, like, yeah, the only thing that I need to do to get, like, a million dollars... Here we go. Okay, to go you, hit me with it. Hit me with it. Come on. Vegas, yeah. Let him cook. Let him cook. Like red four times in a row with the starting money with what? Like, what is, like, 125? Yeah. Okay? If I hit four times in a row, that's that's already a million dollars that I can buy whatever I want. Like, it's a, pistols are a gamble. There, there is nothing to do with skill or tactics or structure there. You Would stack you a site. If they come to you, you win. If they don't come to you, you lose. And if you go default, that's still 50-50. This is, this so is arguing in favor like, of my point. This is literally yeah. arguing in favor of my point it because I'm saying that... Absolutely isn't. Yes, because you don't need because a great... You said, if you don't need a good in-game said... leader and it's a random pistol round, then you're just going to get three rounds based yeah. off of a random event. So IGLing is literally <laughs> well, less important than your team to win a randomly a pistol so you can maybe get a good decent rather than having an IGL that can call three full gun rounds and win you the round. Win you the oh, round. I see what he means. Right, He means that like aside from the pistol, you're going to need the IGL to win all the other rounds, he means. See, imagine right. if you have a good IGL. Right. You win the pistol and have a good IGL that can deliver after pistol, you get okay. six, seven rounds. Okay. See what I'm, what I'm saying? Here? Yeah, Are you I, picking I've just up seen, what they're putting a, down here. I've seen enough good, ha good in air quotes halves from teams where they just win the pistol on T side of overpass, then they win one random gun round because they just did a B rush, and then okay. they just have five rounds on T side overpass, and that propels them because it's such a CT sided map. So that's. I'll just say this: kind of, yeah. being as it's hot take point made, and we're not making the hot take, but Kassad half did a hot take. I'll just throw this in there. Even though I sort of agree it was a very good tournament performance by Chopper, I will just say. He basically played the game on easy mode of every IGL of all time because one, his star player fragged out like no one ever has. And then two, they won like every fucking pistol ever except like one against FaZe or something. Like that was actually absurd. Like they really had like everything go in their favor that tournament. So like I'm not hating on Chopper, but I tell you what, a lot of people would like to be in those shoes and win every fucking pistol and have a guy go like 1.7 rating or whatever the fuck. Like I think a lot of people would have wins if they did that too. So I'll just throw that out there. Come on. Let's, let's open spirit, spirit, spirit. Chopper. Come on. Stats. Yes, that's one okay. It was at 1.0. Like, yeah, it was okay. Yeah, he. and then let's say Hooksy, right? What was his rating? Oh, his was terrible. It would be like 0.8 or something. Yeah, but I'm that, guessing, that, right? exactly what I'm saying. That, yeah. that, that makes him underrated. Like, you know, okay. people are glor glorifying Hooksy. People are glorifying Hooksy, but he had like Nico, Monesty, JKS, and, and yes. Hunter. And then obviously Chopper had what? Like, you know, Donk. And then who is like played out of his mind, but still got a better rating than 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 Hooksy did. For yeah, example. true. And still won Katowice. So take that, Hooksy. <laughs> I'll just say on that one. I, even though I know like the reasons why we gave it at the time, I don't agree with it overall. Like for example, I would even say if you actually look at some of the runs in Katowice, I think actually teams like Ensign Falcons were mainly making off the IGL. Actually, a lot of their players weren't that great, or the team wasn't that dope lineup. Actually, the IGLs did a lot of work in that regard. Right. Then we'll go to. Uh, 
Right, I had a bunch of takes on Simple taking a break, so I don't care about that one. I then had that hot take, which is just an opinion, which was just to fuck with Simple, where I said that when he came at, at Maui over the whole thing about Nafani being a good IGL, I just said, in that case, you fucking play with him, mate. How about that? Instead of Shiro, by the way, how's that take? I'll tell you what, I'm giving myself the W on this one. You wanted fucking Shiro to play with cocksucker Nafani. By the way, how's that going in his team at the moment? How is he, Nafani doing nowadays? Because if you don't know, guys, low-key on paper, he has a pretty good roster of players. He has some talent. They do fuck all in the tournaments. They're irrelevant. Meanwhile, Shiro just checks notes, won a massive fucking prestige land. Now he's not got Nafani calling. So all I'll say on that one is, like I said, if you're going to go as hard as Simple did, I actually think you are almost obliged to put your money where your mouth is and play with the fucking guy. Show me how sick he is then. Don't you want to win majors, mate? Come and play with Nafani and win a whole load. Spoiler, that is sarcasm. Please don't actually play with... Now that you've apologised, please don't play with Nafani or ruin your career. So shout out to you. And also, that is why Chiro was crying. But enough about that. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Then we had this one, which was... Oh, this is actually about the Nafani one. Then Kassad said... It's where this had to be a hot take. This is how bad, like, the community is. Because this isn't a hot take, but it was to morons. Kassad dared to suggest that Maui's apology to Fani might have been fake. Which, which makes him up, which by the way, the reason we're making fun of you guys is that would be like me going, you know that like skit on WWE was actually like a skit. It wasn't like a real candid camera in the locker room. Like, really? It's like, that's what CS is like though. Like, mate, did you see when like, the worst one to me that shows that they're blind when something is a joke or not is how many people actually said their head you think was a skit. It's like, bro, if you watch oh, more yeah. than four seconds, how can you still think it's a skit? Like, I thought so. When she first said get out, I thought it could be a skit. When she then just started berating, it obviously wasn't. It was obviously real. So the idea they can't see that, like, it was so sarcastic, the letter he wrote. Like, there's no way he'd write it that way if he was actually apologizing, would he? <laughs> like, he was almost pissing in your face while he was saying it all. Like, come on, guys. Wait. My language was so flowery <laughs> I know. intentionally. In that There's no way. The, the, the but I'm not going like, to read the comments publicly. and you see Maui has the balls to be yeah. a man and apologize. There was all people like, he, he, he admitted <laughs> it and apologized. Like, he isn't doing that. In fact, he's actually throwing it in your face that he's not apologizing, guys, you idiots. He's not even realizing he's, <laughs> pissing, he's pissing all over. Exactly. Them. Like, that's how mm. fucking... I love it. I love it. I love Literally, it. That was, and it was all just because they, they uh, beat... They beat Vitality in a BO1 in yep. Gamer Legion in a BO2. That was it. That's why I made it. Was just like, <laughs> it was like the beginning of the tournament. Exactly. And by the way... Also the very beginning of CS2. By, by, all, like, by the way, right? this then yeah, ties into a banger take for now. Because again, you'll just see how obsessed Maui is with this one set of moves. Maui's take was that Fnatic need to kick Dexter. And are you ready, Kassad? Can you finish the take? If they were to kick Dexter, what do you think they would do in the rest of the team? See if you can guess. What would the rest of the take be from Maui? Something with Messi. I it think. was to make Messi IGL again. That's why, yeah. literally. Yeah. <laughs> that, that one move of who is the IGL fanatic has just been living rent free in Maui's head. Like every month, he's like, "What's my new take on fuck the IGL currently?" Brilliant. I love that one. And then I had the last take of that episode. We've got one to go. Then we're getting the hot takes. Was it was actually the one that obviously hasn't finished yet because it's for the end of 2024. It was my Saudi prediction, if you remember, where I said three of the top five orgs at the end of 2024 will be Saudi owned. Well, here's the thing: Falcons haven't quite done it yet. So I guess I haven't got one yet, but I'd still, look, there's still a lot of time on that one. We'll see on that one. Because if people don't know, the problem with that move is, especially if you don't have the sports things work, they've got so much money, it's more like it's on the Saudis. If they choose to move now, they could buy all the teams in a month from now. If they choose to go really slowly, they won't have any extra teams. So actually, that one's still up in the air. We'll see on that one. It's not looking great for me now, but hey, we'll see.
We'll see where it I all goes. I don't think you're, you're going to be far off. I don't think you're going to be far off. And by Maybe the way, to be fair, at the time that I said that take, I believe that was when we still thought Nico was going to Falcons, to be fair. So I also thought like that's immediately going to become a bagger team, you know. Right, the last episode was 17. It was on November of 2023. Because obviously I'll save all the ones from this year and the last episode for the future episode. This one started with Kassad's take. Are you ready? Kassad said that Falcons wouldn't make the first CS2 major. Do you know what, Kassad? Whether Locke was involved or not, that is a 100% W. That is a factual W. I mean, thank you. Thank you. Ultimate glow. I, I, appre- I appreciate, like, you know, pretty good. You pretty good. acknowledging my yeah. greatness there. But the thing is, like, with, with, with Falcons, you do kind of feel... I don't know if you feel bad or not, right? Or you think they didn't deserve to be there, but they they got to the semis in 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 Qatar. Yeah, that was a bad result. And I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure they had like expectations, but you know, I I'm not really sure that everybody expected them to qualify directly in as legends as three or three one or something. But it, people didn't really think that they would be one and three and losing to Amkal and yes, and I think the teams they lost to was the worst part. Because I'll say that as well. It's not like they even got the hardest draw, guys. Like again, we're just saying yeah. you just have to beat like ex entropic players to get the middle. We're not saying like you have to beat fucking phase or something. You know. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. you know, they, the they, thing they, is like, yeah, they did lose to phase, but the other games were not hard. If yeah. if they if they beat Tamkal, even if they lose the last one, they will be two three. They will be the last chance thing, and like they would kind of maybe got yeah, the chance, but they, they the lost this. And also, there is a map choice that I really didn't you know agree with with coming like first three games there were three nukes, especially against the Eternal Fire, whose best map is yep. nuke. Oh, that was silly. I think that's all day, yeah. That was, a, that was a miscalculation yeah. there, and overall. <laughs> You know, it was. It's sad that they didn't do it. Like you know, they invested so much money. We know how much I said it in the last last episode. How much they spend on San Pius and how much they spend on the that we don't know how much they spend on on Magisk and stuff. And right now they're just not gonna be you know on the major and they have to take that hit. For me, the games that I watched, the biggest issue for this team is definitely Boros. I think he made a lot of mistakes inside the game. I always don't know what's happening like there inside the, the team, uh, you know. But the thing is, like inside the game, he is choosing very uh, strange. He is having very strange decisions. Like he's taking fights he should not be taking. He's missing a lot of rotations. He is like in a wrong spot all the time. He's not trading well, which should be his primarily quality and role in the team. That he's that fragger guy, and I don't know how much of like again resources are dedicated to him inside the server, but. He would be, you know, my first option in case of an upgrade or something when it comes to Falcons. But yeah, overall, they didn't make it, so... No, I'm with you on that one. I even think the real problem you have with Boros, I've almost never seen this in a player before, is he actually is mechanically totally fine. Like, he's actually a good player. Like, his firepower is there. But this is the problem. He is not at all connected to the team concept. And actually, for a snappy team, he looks really inappropriate. Like, he does not fit that team at all. And you can tell it actually means snappy can't make certain calls in the game because he just knows this guy can't follow up or make the play himself or know what to do. So when you have to hold someone's hand like that, I don't care how much they frag. Like, it's going to hurt your team. So yeah, I'm with you on that one. been great so far right then here's one where i was 100% factually wrong so rare one i predicted that navi with wonderful would win either blast fall finals or blast world finals they did not i think they made semis a one that's why i thought you said mega grand finals i did but then kazad made me upgrade it to win because he wanted me to be a man and just actually make a ball prediction they didn't even make a grand no it doesn't matter i I lost either way so whatever at least at least at least i went for glory i agree with kazad you gotta go for it you know you gotta put your arm on the table and chop it off if you're wrong yeah, I mean, it is what it is. That's what I mean, because I don't have no arms anymore. So, I don't know about that. Right. <laughs> yeah. so, 
<laughs> right, then we had this one. Obviously, the problem with these ones now, to be fair, guys, this episode was in November. It's the last episode we're reviewing now. So some of these haven't had a chance to do one. Maui's take at the time, which was pretty bristering, was he said that at the time, Virtus Pro was the best, the third best team in CS2. I believe Kassad disagreed. Yeah, I mean, right now... It was now, a bit I of a agree. reach. It was a bit of a reach. They could yeah, it be. was a bit of a reach back then. They're not bad now. Opinion. Yeah, they're not bad now. Could be. Now, that, if you said that now, I would agree. Yeah, they're like a sleeper top yep. team. So. Really? Anyway. You think they're better than Vitality now? Sorry, yeah. I do think they're better than Vitality right now, based on what wow. I've seen. Listen, save that for like 10 minutes gonna, from now. That should yeah, be yeah, fucking yeah, hot yeah, take. Yeah, yeah, that. That's, we're almost there. We're almost there. We're almost there. I cut it down. Yeah. We'll spin it into a hot take in a second. You've got a couple there. Right. Then we had Maui's. Oh, no. This is your take next. Kassad's take obviously hasn't ended. Was that Vitality will have the most tier one titles by the end of 2024? You've got a good chance. Obviously, there's loads of events to play. You've got a good chance for that one. We'll see. We'll see. At this point, I don't know. Because they played, I mean, I'm gonna stick with it because I made it. You know, I made my bet with that stake. But like right now, it's a bit shaky because sure. you know they're not playing well, but they still have Zyvo. That's like, yes. Like, you know, well, you, what would have worked out so much better is if you said 12 months from today, because they would have already had two titles. But now they have zero. Right, you could have got the world finals one too. Yeah, true. Yeah, Paul, yeah, Paul well, and world finals. You would have got full Paul and world. I'm a, I'm a yeah. real man, so I just make the right predictions. I'm not gonna go get like you know this, this kind of you know. Beggars no, things like it, just, it should be hot take point gerrymandered instead. Well, it's just you know, be a right, man. We've only got three more, so we'll get through these ones. Yeah. Then I had the take that Pimp wasn't wrong with that whole like Saudi tweet thing because I actually think sadly that was a hot take. I don't think it's a much of a hot take at all if you examine the circumstances, but that was like a media for all. People, this is how funny it is. It's not that it's only a few months ago, but like that was like a whole week they were just going ham on him for that, weren't they? So I thought that was so over fucking blown. Then we had two more. Maui had one that was Breeze will actually look good on NRG. Listen, thus far, I feel like that's an L, but, you know, yes, it could still turn around. Could still turn around. You have the balls to talk to me about Cold Zera and Fallen, <laughs> and then you say that. That is pretty wild. Like, I know. That is pretty wild. Crazy. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah, he's not even... That was that was a bit of hopium, as we call it. That was hopium right there, you know. You just, yeah. you just needed to believe in that's it. That's literally because I played him in a pug, and he was... Oh, that's true. Him. That was why you said, yes, true. That was about you a lot, doesn't it? And then the last well, one... I'm not the one that's competing with a salary. This one was just a fucking opinion, but I would say if you even see how the scenes change, I think people agree with me. I just said I think the blast system skews the history of CS because as I pointed out, if you're a team that can't get into it, you just like can't almost be the number one team of the year. You almost can't be high enough in the rankings consistently because people just farm those shitty group stages, don't they? So, right. What about... Maybe you want to do one of the ones you just did, Cassandra? We can do a real hot take. Do you want to... How about that one? I think that one's pretty spicy. If you don't think Vitality are top three... Cause, just because I can't that's that's that thrown you already. Because that implies you've taken Spirit top three, no, no, right? No, no, I'm no, I'm just talking about VP being top three. That's the thing. Uh, you would have Spirit, Phase, and why am I saying I'm not saying Spirit? I'm, what was well, the take then? What, no, wait, 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 wait. We had a t we're there was a talking. take about Vitality, and you had some sort of thing where you said like that they're not top three. Did he not just say that a minute ago? Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Just, well, no, no, we were just comparing. I think we were just comparing VP and Vitality. Oh, like, that, no, wait. You there. said VP was, is better than Vitality right now. That, do you want to do that? Yeah, that's, yeah, a, that's a hot yeah, take. Yeah. Bro, yeah, here's yeah. the thing. I don't yeah, think anyone yeah. else, I think most people would disagree with that. Well, go on, Mickey Kester. Right. Why is VP uh, better listen, than Vitality? Listen to me. Right now, VP is better than Vitality. My hot take was going to be that VP is going to be in the, the semis of the major. Ooh, do Ooh, it then. Okay, like that. let's do it. That, that's, that, that's, that's my hot take. Okay. It's going to be the semis of the, of the upcoming major. Because ever since I got back into the game, I have watched 90% of, maybe even 95% of top 20 teams' demos. 
like all of them that has been played from the okay. start of the CS2 that you can actually watch without you know being technical problems, right? So the the thing is like, uh, and I also have access to this uh, software Skybox thingy, so it's like you can watch there. So I watched a lot of games, and I can tell you that that okay, Spirit to uh, some some degree, but VP is the smartest and most structured team right now. The things they do in the game is just ahead of other teams when it comes to like the actual structure and the ideology of the actual game and how they approach these things. That's why I said, and my other hot take was going to be that Fleet is one of the most complete players right now. Uh, but I'm going to, I mean, we can tie that together, right? Because the way they play is so smart. The way they structure things is so smart. The problem right now for them is map pool because... They cannot really, like, they're focusing on too many maps and doing this good of a job. They don't have a signature map. That's the problem for them. And they're a little bit inconsistent when it comes to the individual four, right? So, but overall, they have super smart players. The only one that's a question mark for me that can take this takedown is Mir. Because I haven't, I have seen, when I watch his game, when I watch, for example, Jane, he's playing super smart. When I watch Fleet, he's playing super smart. When I watch Norbert, he's a super good uh, supportive yeah. element right now. Mir is the problem right now in a case that he makes a lot of bad decisions and he puts himself in a disadvantage fight a lot of times and he doesn't really react to certain things properly. But overall, this team is mega good. Trust me when I tell you this one, that this team is very, very good and they're going to go deep into the major if they have the same thing. Obviously, it's going to require a little bit of luck in the draw, a good individual form, sure. but overall, the most complete strategically and tactically structurally team right now is VP. 100%. Wow. I mean, I have a hot take I could just build off of that one with. It's, it's also VP related. I'll just vaguely say, I, I, here's yeah. the thing. I like the hot take, but I don't agree with it. As in, if I had to pick would they make semis, here's why I would say no, Kassad. You sort of nailed it there. The problem I've always had with outsiders is even, and VP, when they've made the lineup even good, like on paper, it looks like they have the pieces. Somehow that always, this is the, the I think it's a gym issue. They never have a signature map in VP. What's bizarre is they always win by just the style working on most maps, bizarrely. So it's more like, in my opinion, they're just good at playing people in pressure matches. So the problem is, I've just noticed for in history, they're usually better as like a dark horse. Like essentially, if I actually have to like know that they're going to win a series, it's hard to it's hard to know they're going to win against the big teams. You know, they can upset them. So I'd say they're more of a quarterfinal team for me. But that's why it's a good hot take. Okay, what is your take you want to build off, Bowie? Come on. So just for reference, all the things that I'm bringing up are using the filters last three months, top twenty. And so what I'm saying is that. Norbert, if you were to construct an Eastern European come super on. team, come on, come would on. be your fifth player. He would be your fifth player. No, Norbert would no. be your fifth. It can't be real. It can't be a take. It can't be. It's actually, he, how, it's how dare? Real. No, here's the thing. How dare you use the word super team, though? That's the worst. Because the saddest thing is, one, you are sort of right. Everyone knows he actually is a rare player that's been better in CS2. But the problem is, yeah. I, in my brain, I just can't get past the idea like Norbert is in the I super know. team. You know? That's why it's a hot take. Okay. Because I honestly, okay. like, based off of what he did okay. in CSGO, we were just memeing him all True. the time. It's like, Norbert is a major winner and Nico's not a major winner. Well, now you look at some of the stats and again, like, referencing what I said about yes. stats and like what my filters were, he's the eighth highest rated person on land oh, in the hell. last three months. Holy like, shit. it's crazy. That's he's respect. also, yeah. he's literally the highest rated player on overpass, period. Oh, all hell. players. He is the highest rated player on overpass. Okay. Like that, that's so absurd. And he's the second highest rated player right. on CT side for, Inferno. For two reasons, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but put some respect on Norbert's name. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, Norbert, Norbert. I mean, like, Kassad's been watching it now. I've been, like, really keeping an eye on them, too. And it's just, like, he just does all the right things. And he multi-frags from positions that other people don't sometimes. Like, he's he's legitimately very mechanically talented now. He's just making a lot of the right moves. He's playing well within the system, not giving up win conditions. Like, that's a big thing where I think before with Nor Norbert, I was kind of, like, it was... Like, he would sometimes give up that, like, Jame win condition or, like, the VP style where it's just, like, he might make a little bit of a misstep, go for an overpeak. I think he's just really hunkered down and bought into whatever it is that they're doing. So Norbert right now is actually, yeah, no, he's just playing incredibly strong CS. And even in terms of individual mechanics, he's very sharp right now. Like, I didn't, I don't know where this came from. I, don't, I Like, getting benched from this team was the best thing to ever happen to Norbert. It might be the best thing that VP ever did to this guy also, and them and for themselves, because now they're getting to reap the rewards of him re-examining his own playstyle and coming back with a renewed sense of purpose. What do you think, Kassad? It's a hot take for I, sure. Uh, listen, it is a hot take just because you said, like, a super team world has been used there, right? But, like, we've seen, like, different players that we thought that not going to make it, make it to the, like, very high level and being a part of super teams, right? And, and very successful teams. I do think that Norbert is a very very important guy right now in the machine that's vp uh the thing the position that he has like like i said again and again that he doesn't take up any of the space he doesn't use any of the resources in the rounds for vp it all goes to jamie it all goes to fleet it all goes to other people he doesn't take up anything and he delivers more than what people in the team expects from him if you look at his positions on the ct side and how he uses his utility smokes mollies like the timings of using it the positions that he's throwing it from the innovative things the creative things i don't know if it's all him but he's the one doing it anyway in my eyes because i'm watching the game but i think it's very very high level in a sense it, and he's a very important thing obviously for me split is by far the, the the best player in that team but definitely norbert is a massive piece there and very very good player I agree that Flit is the best player on that team, but I also just again have to say, reiterate that you said, you know, he takes up no resources and and I'm bringing up my point. He is literally the highest player in the world rated on overpass. How is that even possible that he gets no resources and yet he is statistically the highest outputting player right now? That's so absurd. Like that's you. That's why he'd be part of my super team for Eastern Europe. Or maybe like, I don't know, not even be he might even be a top top 10 player right now, legitimately. With your take, I don't know if it's like how can we say like if you are right or wrong. Like, well, it's it's like we well you would say like right. is it is it Zontix right now or is it Perfecto? That's kind of like that for for a similar role, and and right and that's why it's a hot take because I think most people for me five months ago would have like, said Perfecto, but Zontix for has been me it's too. 40, 40, 20 at at this point like forty Zontix, forty uh, Norbert and twenty twenty uh, Perfecto. Yeah, I think that's I think that's pretty fair. I think yeah. yeah, but but I would take Norbert because he's a major winner. And Nico isn't. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, okay. Duncan, your turn. Yeah, let me see where I want to go on this one. I'm trying to think what angle I'm going to do for this. Because the thing is, I like to also, if you notice, I don't just do the ones that are like, really good player will be even better. I like to also do the ones where it's like I told you, I like to buy stock low. So you know what? This is the perfect timing for me to do this. Everyone right now is laughing at Falcons, are they? <laughs> 
constantly big fan. Right, look, I do think they were slightly overperforming making semis of Katowice. But I also think if you watch those games, it was legit. Like, I'd even say, like what I just said about Boris, they didn't make it just of people fragging out. out. Like, if people don't even know, St. Pius was even doing kind of shit in most of the tournament in the group stage. Like, I actually think that is just a win for the system. The joke is, even though now everyone's going to donk on Snappy and Magus and Zonic, I think they actually proved that they've got something here. It's just they obviously need a star player. So whether or not they change players or not, that's how I'm going to make it a hot take. I think this Falcons team will win a tournament in the next six months. If they change a player, obviously it'll look better for me. They will win a tournament. It's a hot take, mate. It's a fucking hot take. Here's why. Because I actually think they're not going to be able to win just off someone 1v9 in the Trump. They don't have a player that can do that. Like, some Pius wasn't even like that as an opera. He's more of like a big game player who just pops off on a certain map on CT side and gets you a bunch of wins he probably shouldn't or kills a bunch of people early. Basically, I think this structure will get better and better. Like, what I saw at Kadavitsi was, dude, it looked like every best of three, they got better. The team just got a little bit better, a little bit sharper, a little bit cleaner, a little bit better on this map, a little bit better on that map. They rounded out, and by the end of the tournament, mate, it's only because they had to run into fucking Spirit that I can't even know if they could have done better. Like, Spirit crushed them, but then Spirit turned around and beat fucking Faze and crushed everyone in the tournament except Na'Vi on one map and then crushed them on the other two. So, actually, I can't even know how it ended was that bad. So, essentially, give them a few more months. I think, actually, people like some Pius will get more consistent in the team. I think Madden's actually, by the way, already, this is why I know people don't watch the game, Madden is not playing the same fucking way he played in Ents, by the way, guys. He gets way more fucking chance to pop off here. I think he's going to actually show that he has more depth there. I essentially think they'll offset the Boros thing by just how good the other players are. Magus, some Pius and Madden if Madden isn't just a pure support player or whatever, they could be fucking good fraggers too. And so essentially my logic is they're going to do it by committee, kind of like Carrigan did with Faze. They're not going to have a Zewu. They don't have one right now. So they're just going to do it by committee. So it's a hot take. Six months, one tournament. I'm not saying which though. It could be a blast. could be anything. One tournament. One tournament. It has to be a tier one, right? It has to be a tier yeah, one. Yeah, it has to be like an ESL. Uh, it can't be, like, it can't be don't, Elisa S. Puma. Don't go my way on me. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It's all good. Yeah, they can't just go to like some bullshit land, of course, yes. That's why it's yeah, a hot okay. take, though. You disagree, though. So okay. come on, hit me with the disagreement. It's it's hard because you don't know how the lineup is going to look like. If they go back to a superstar player, like and and I mean, I will just say, Kazan, right? technically, you did make that prediction about Falcons when they didn't even have this lineup. So you get to change the lineup too, and then win when you're right. You just said about the shit Falcons not making the major. So if that works for you, it works for me as well, right? Fair's fair. Let's let's. I mean, it's not it's not fair, but whatever. I'll I'll, I'll give it up <laughs> for you, right? Okay. I mean, it's it's kind of completely the opposite of fair, but whatever. But the thing is, like, uh, they have the money, right? They have the understanding. Oh, don't ruin it, because I'm, I'm sort of also low-key. There is, like, a 10% chance in my take that in, like, a month, they just spend, like, a million dollars and buy, like, like not Donk, but, you know, like, some, was, some was, God-tier player. That would be sick, wouldn't it? That would be the best. I was, yeah, I was about to agree with him on his take, and he just interrupts me. Come so on, the then. thing is, like, they, they have the money, they have the vision right now, they know what's missing. By this failure, they will learn a massive fucking lesson yep. based on what's happened and whatever, like, you know, was in the in the RMR, what was the, the situation, why they lost, and blah, 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 whatever, right? I mean, by the so, way, Kassad, you could even argue that this is the best thing for them to lose. Like, they probably might keep the Boris guy if they made well, the major, right? They probably replace well, him now. The best thing, thing for them would be not to lose, but the thing is, like, now they lost, it's not the worst thing. That That's the, that's the how would I phrase it? But the whole thing is, like, I think that in six months with the right replacement, they can win one of it. Yes. Okay, he's giving me a concession there. Okay. Yeah. I feel like if they get someone for Boros, that's more like I don't know if, you know, Falcons would get this guy, but if they got, like, a heavy god. I'm just thinking of people that didn't make it or probably aren't going to make it to the RMR or Major or whatever. Did you say heavy god? 
Yeah, I said heavy god, yeah. But I'm just saying like some, or some breezy if he's available, you know, whoever. Cold yeah, Zero, like, scout the Rolodex. It's like he doesn't even like I'm not gonna go into this <laughs> well, political that is also a political. Yeah, the political the thing. That's why I said. I, that's why I said I don't know if Falcons would get this guy because you know that they are what they are and he is what he is. So I don't know, but I would. Yeah, well, but what mean, is they? What is he? <laughs> let's let's okay. for another show. Yeah, why? Yeah, why I appreciate, by the way, is that this isn't even Maui's take. He's just giving his thoughts on my take, but we're critiquing him like it's his hot take, just his opinion. I know. I know, I know. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. I think okay. Well, most just, most I'll like. Unexpected Wait. name, like true, whoever else. True. Was, Listen, I can't lie. I, did, I didn't think God, I didn't like... expect the name Heavy God to come out of his mouth there, but fair enough. Okay, <laughs> he's he's working on something here. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I feel like they're gonna they're gonna replace Boros. I feel like that's just I think that's just been the talk of town for a while. So I think yes, that, but that is you... also a matter of like you know the Falcons is a Saudi organization. Oh, you think right? they want to have like a one... Middle Eastern player? Is that the, what the implications? Does he, is, do you does, think? he does right. he have some protection? Right. Does he is he protected? Yeah. There you don't know. Like well, we don't true. know anything. That's true. Yeah. Well, cool. I would imagine. The... Let's let's just say it's not even him, but it's someone of that sort of caliber. Like I'm saying, I was picking him because it's someone that I don't necessarily think is going to make. The yeah, major yeah. Sure. Also, and so you probably want someone that also failed in the RMRs or even okay. in the European close qualifiers, so you could poach someone like that. And if you were able to find somebody like that. For Boros, that they just are like, this guy's just smarter. Maybe he's not as mechanically talented, but he can fit into the snappy system a little bit better. Then I think it works out pretty well. I think one thing, though, to the point itself, without having to speculate on roster moves, is that Bor like the whole team was improving throughout Katowice. Like they were leveling up because I, I had to cover like five of their games or something like that. Like I was watching everything they were doing, and literally every single game I watched them play, they got better and better and better, even onto the up to the point where they actually lost in the tournament. I actually thought they literally looked better every single consecutive game, and that included Boros actually fitting a little bit better. Like he still made mistake, he still makes mistakes. I think he made bunches bunches of mistakes at the RMR, but like he was. He actually was uh, a really solid piece and a very a, a contributing member. Like they were trying to like make sure they set him up nicely. If he had a save rifle, they gave it to Boros. He would get boosted for a couple shots. Then he would rotate him to another spot. Like there was a lot of reasons to like the progress that Falcons were making in such a short span of time. And I imagine that they would be on a pretty nice upward trajectory along with that. Obviously, the RMR didn't pan out that way. But I, I felt like this was kind of a trap tournament in a weird way for the, for the Falcons because I think anybody that... And I think if, if you're just... If you're coming off of a high from playing Katowice, especially in front of a crowd, and then you go into a studio environment, upping your energy to the level you just had is going to be so much more difficult. Also, everybody just watched your demos. Everybody just looked at what you were doing. And so you're going to be, you're going to be a step behind all these guys that are... You know they're practicing more. They're trying. Uh, yeah, more it, it begs the question that like, what if they dropped out in the group stage, right? Would that be better for them? Yes. Than actually playing in the spot deck twice or whatever, right? And yes. just maybe focus so. down on on some of the map pool and some of the like tactical and whatever positioning mistakes they had to kind of get them through this best of trees at least against teams like Ankal or whatever the you know the the caliber of the teams they are losing. They should not be losing, right? So that kind of you know. They need to ask themselves that question, but also they have a plan. They are always saying like this is the beginning and we have a long-term plan. So I trust that. I don't know what's going to happen. Nobody knows except them, right? So, but to kind of, again, confirm, I think with the right swap and the right upgrade, surely they can win one event in the next six months. Surely, surely. Plus, if you notice, a big reason I gave those three names I gave, Magisk, Zonic, and fucking... Um... 
snappy. I think those are incredibly consistent performers at their roles. Like, I think it's just a very good base because, like, I keep saying, the, the reason why everyone laughing at Falcons is going to look silly in the future is because it's implied they are just going to keep spending money till this works. And then, two, like we're saying, the position they need to fill, fucking star rifler, that's like the most, that is the biggest position of supply in the entire scene. As we're saying, if we could pick them, we could give you a list of 50 names you could put in that role. So I just feel like it's the most obvious one where you bring that one guy in and immediately you're like twice as good and you can win the tournament, you know. So we'll see in a few months on that one. Is there another take? Maybe one more hot take. Do you want one, Kassad? Do you want one, Maui? Have you got I another one? one? I, Come on. I have like a bunch of them, but oh, I got to do Let's do a couple more. We'll do like 15 minutes more. Do uh, more. Come on. I'll use this one because like it's kind of two in one in a, in a sense. By the end of April, Simple will be back opening in Navi. Ooh, what's great about that is it would be a hot take anyway that he comes back because it's implied, but no one knows. He actually has to not only be in Navi, he has to be in the opera. So he's essentially going to replace that's, Wonderful, right? He's going to come out the that's, team. That's the, that's the second part of my take, right? right. I think that Navi, that Simple is going to go back to Navi because simply because like he doesn't have anywhere else to go. I don't think okay. anybody's going to pay what Navi is asking simply because the stock for Simple is down now. Simply because he didn't play for a long time. I still think he's good. He's still going to be the opera. He's not going to go back to Rifle. Like the second part of my take is that Wonderful is the best opera of the whole region there. And that's Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, I think he's fucked up. Dude, I th Maui, I think he's actually fucked up. Do you know why I think he's fucked up? Oh, yeah, tell me why they fuck up. Are you implying Wonderful is better than Monacy? Oh, fuck. You forgot Monacy existed, yeah, didn't you? Yeah. I, I was so confused. Second best. Oh, there you go. There you go. There you go. Okay. All right. Second best opera. Listen, that would have been a more spicy hot take, but I just don't think even you would agree with yeah, that. Yeah, uh, yeah, that okay. thing is like I completely. All right. Second best. Then. You're saying he's better than Simple. He's better than she Raw for you. That's a pretty yeah, hot take. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I think he's better than all of them right now, okay. except for Monacy. The thing is, like, I haven't really counted Monacy into no, that no, region. No, no, sure. Because I was like, he's he doesn't play from a team from there. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, like, I feel like Wonderful is so good. And he's been so underrated. I think Navi made a great move by getting him. Killed it, yeah. Like he got, they got him from Sprout for some cheap money, and you know, and it's like he's been uh, one of the biggest reasons why they're playing so good. And they're playing, you know, they qualified today as three-one against Bad Boom. <laughs> And then it's just, uh, I, I think that the, the way he's moving and the, the way he's doing things in CS2 is quite good. And it's a very high level, like if you just watch his games and the way he does things, right? And, uh, but unfortunately, he's not simple, right? When simple decides to go back because of his brand, because of his name, because of his popularity and like the history and the fact that he's a GOAT of CSGO, he's going to get that opportunity oh, again. Will. Right? Yes, yes. There is no amount of wonderfuls or donks that will be, you know, Picked before simple coming back, right? So I think before the what did I say? End of April, he's going to be back in Navi, and Wonderful won't, won't be in that team. Which ties us to another thing that Cloud Nine should should get Wonderful. Do you know what's sad about that, though, Kassad? I normally try not to do this, but I'm just going to mention it, right? Obviously, people kept saying, and this was a stupid thing. You know, the fans who were like, Simple should join Cloud9. And Simple expressly said, like, I obviously won't join a team with four Russians. Now, I will say as a joke there, no problem, Simple. They've got Hobbit. He's Kazakhstan. So it's the Russian. But I know what he means. He just means he won't join Cloud9, basically. Like, here's the problem. I agree. Wonderful. would make that team great. One problem. His pinned tweet does say Russia is a terrorist state. So... <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. I feel like someone with that pinned tweet might be on the same train as Simple. But then again, who knows if he doesn't have a team? Because the sad thing is, if we could take the politics show out, if you had wonderful to the Cloud9 team, I've got all sorts of hot takes we can make, I'll probably win a major. Like, why not? It's possible, right? I think that would be a banger team. There's a real sad thing about that state of affairs is, I'll take any of them, mate. I'll take any. It doesn't have to be Monacy or Simple. I'll take Dexter. Fucking, I mean, joke is if Shiro wants to go back, he won't. I'll take Shiro as well. Wonderful. These are all players I'd take. Like, all I need is just a, a vaguely good hopper. If I get a really good one, I think that team's cooking. I'm with you, though. I think it'd be a banger move if he could do it. Wouldn't that be a perfect almost, right? Also, I even get the sense he wouldn't be, like take insane resources. Like He actually seems like a guy who will just slot in the team. So I think it would be insane if Cloud9 had him, mate. Like, it is crazy good. Like uh, Unbelievably what he's uh, shown in the last few months, the progress. I don't know if it's because of Blade or anybody else or just the fact that sure. the different vibe in the team or they're just like mashed together well or whatever the fuck is it, right? Maybe it's Alexi. I don't know. Like, you just... Maybe it's both, but he has been performing very, very high on a high level, and the amount of damage that he puts out on every single game is just what Navi like was lacking, right? And uh, that's why they're on the major. Okay. But I'll yeah, tell you what. Simple is coming back by the end of April. Now this is like just a little disclaimer. I do not know anything behind. Oh, the scenes. sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. I absolutely know nothing. Sure. It's just me making a guess. Yes. Pretty mm -hmm. much. What do you think of that, Maui? Um, I, I don't, I mean, simple saying that thing about cloud nine with him not going to join a team with the four Russians was kind of, it was understandable, but it's kind of, it is a big letdown because it would have on paper just been so good. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah. It'd be incredible. Yeah. It would have, it would have been perfect actually. If he, it, I don't even care which one he replaces between exile or Hobbit. They both, it both, either would have been fine because yes. electronic boomage and perfecto have all been playing their three roles incredibly well. And so, yeah, that's it's just flat out disappointing. And I, I don't really know what the landing spot necessarily would be then for for Simple. I mean, if he's really incredibly tied to Ukraine and every all their efforts, what's hilarious is what he could do is just absolutely fuck the guy that he's had beef with forever and just take Waro's spot on Monty. But I don't <laughs> think he would join a team with that little much of brand power. But I don't, I don't know. I don't think he's... Or like like though if you wanna if you wanna have simple you need to have at least fifty to sixty. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. Everybody. The problem yeah, is that they're a small org. Yeah, exactly. They're not they're not getting him. And and also like I don't I mean other teams from that region, what like Spirit, they just got Shiro. They're not probably gonna I mean it's kinda almost the same deal of like he wouldn't join a team then with quote like three Russians because yes. it's Chopper, Magics and Donk. Yep. And then also like what with VP and uh, if I had to guess, I'm I'm actually surprised by the way that Spirit themselves just like falls and managed to escape all those sanctions as far as I know. Isn't that like a fucking CIS org? Like you know what I mean? Like I don't really know on that one, so I don't know if you'd also join the org. You don't know, right? So if it's not Navi, it's has to be an international team, probably, right? Yes, yes, exactly. And I was going to get to international teams and like who would he actually join? Well, teams that actually have the resources as an org would probably be more like a liquid, but I don't think they can really ditch Cadian, given that you know I, I guess Cadian could swap. Like, Kadian could swap roles to become a rifler, but I think another, like, in terms of fit right now and having a, a team that's strong enough, funnily enough, like, imagine this. But you know team, what else like, that you oh, forget? Like, wait, wait, wait. Imagine this team first. Imagine imagine Maus get their worst player out in Torzi and they get simple. That team is also championship contender immediately. That'd be ridiculous. But the, the, the be, thing it, is, yeah, like, they wouldn't, they, they wouldn't they, be able to afford them. They can afford them like in in a million years. That's most, even if they had the money, they wouldn't pay because they they don't operate that way as an organization right. for years now. They will never. But what can happen, my dear Maui, is the <laughs> fact that like uh, 
Russian or well, not Russian, but Ukrainian or whatever, right? Some rich guy can't put the resources into oh, a new like team. Short, make a brand simple, new squad. Yeah, just based around simple. Simple can can you know pick the players yeah. and do this thing and make a championship team, right? Or super team or whatever you want. Yeah, to call yeah. It. I that's the only like kind of downside of of. Uh, uh, of my take. I think it's either that or it's going to be Navi, but I do think it's going to be Navi because the system is already there. Everything is there. You just fit in and play, right? And I think that's going to be like that. And what they should do is if they make that super team is they should get Norbert and he'll renounce his Russian heritage <coughs> and go full Armenian. Here's what I think. One, I've got my own I hot take. There's a lot of political things, right? That's why I said nothing about me. I just left it there. I'm not such about the barge point. So what I'll say is this. I will just say the joke is actually all the hot takes got combined because I end up by purposely phrasing that earlier one like that. What you don't know is in the end, Simple does come back, not as an opera. He rifles instead of Boros in Falcons and they win the next major. And then I'm just like, oh, except actually I need it to be a tournament, not the major, because that would be too far away, wouldn't it? Whatever. They win some land in summer then. How about that? Except that wouldn't happen. Right. Here's the hot take. It's actually one I did on Twitter today. I'm interested to see what people say, because I actually think, here's what's funny. Spoiler. I've even had pros behind the scenes say they agree with me and think it's a good take. But I think fans would think the opposite of this. Every fan will think esports as an industry is developed. We've expanded. We've made it better. We've increased like the resources into tournaments and formats and systems. I am not joking. It's not just because teams are doing what like or don't like haven't qualified. I said it on Twitter. I think major qualification has never been as bad as it is now. Because one, first of all, even team, like Magus won the last fucking major and he's still rocking up through online qualify. What is that, you know? Like, if he hadn't got this RMR spot by buying those players, he'd have come through an open qualifier against me and my friend and a cheater. That's who he has to beat first round to get to the fucking RMR. There's, like, the online component. If you don't know, because of the legend system, it had flaws, but the best part is all the top teams were going to be at the next major because they made top eight. So it meant you were pretty much guaranteed most of the top ten was at every major. They didn't have to go through some crazy minefield of randos online that are cheating or just completely randos then add in we've got bo1s which we always had but it's even worse now because it's bo1 in a swiss system so randomized you don't know who you're going to play in the other rounds so if you are falcons by the way like you said Cassard, they don't know they're going to play amcal later in the best of threes meanwhile amcal as long as they're normal people watched im kanavitsa like the rest of us even passively they were basically forced to watch the bloody demos then after the bo1s now we have bo1s in mr12 guys at least it was mr15 before with the old economy like you could have some space now we got BO1s that are MR12 that's even more of a brutal one you can lose the game so fast then I'll add in I think the map pool is fucking terrible right now I think it's, it's way way worse than the era of when you had all the like back in the day when you used to play Inferno fucking you could even say Dust 2 uh, fucking keep going Mirage like everyone could play these maps they were all good maps they were all high level you now have that nightmare of like which you not want to play Vertigo Anubis H like, give me a break like I'm fucking surrounded here Anubis only just got half decent recently and then the last thing to say is they still have that shit economy so essentially I've said this before this is the worst moment in any Counter-Strike map. It is when it's an even game between evenly matched teams, but the CT economy is one round behind. It's the worst feeling in the world, Kassad, because if you're watching as an analyst, you're like, I, you not only have to win these rounds as CT, you have to like not lose any men or guns. Like You're always behind the eight ball the whole time. So in, that, in the old economy, you're right back in the game after like two round wins. You're just in it at that point. So if you add all this together... Not only at this major, but I guarantee you for all majors here on out, if we have the same setup, we're going to see loads of upsets. We're going to see loads of big names not make the major, I'll tell you right now. 
I think it's the worst it's ever been because even if it was scoffed in certain areas, we never had like every factor combined at once. Like, like I said, I give you like five things at once that were a negative there. You disagree, Kassad? It feels like you're, you're not feeling this one. I mean, uh, I, I don't think, for example, like if you're a Majisk, right? Like, who, I didn't fucking force you to change the team. You went there. Like, you, you win the, we won the major with Vitality, then you went to Falcons. Like, how, what do you deserve? You deserve nothing. You deserve to go to the open qualifiers. Like, unless you have a core that's come with you, right? Which he did in ends, from ends, right? He didn't deserve it himself. The the more reasonable thing is to have, like, a proper qualification process. Like, and, and instead of, like, having these cheaters. And, like, like I said, before I go to the cheaters and all these things. Like, if you're a Magix, for example, like you mentioned them. Like, if you are getting paid 40, 50k a month... You need to beat me and my friend that just randomly showed up for a qualifier. Not a cheater, but me and my friend and my brother and whoever, right? Because you are a professional, I'm not. I'm just a casual player who just signed up, right? You renounce your points that you deserve and the right to play to the next major because you went to another team, completely brand new team. So you need to start over. So get your ass into the fucking open qualifier and play. But how about we have the proper system and the proper fucking anti-cheat? So we don't have these cheater problems right now. And we have competent admins instead of volunteers who are doing job like as a fucking side. By the way, while they're, I don't know if you remember this, Kassad. It might have been before your era. I can't remember if you were still coaching back then. But you're back in the old days, if people don't know, aside from the legends, you would still have people qualified online. But dude, no one ever got cheated in those online qualifiers. Like every big name pretty much made it. You remember how it was? Like the major would just be like the top 15, 16 teams pretty much. Duncan, the game is infested with cheaters right now. It's massively infested with cheaters. The admins are incapable of and they're incompetent of doing it. PGL admins did a terrible job. We all know what happened in, in the in the four qualifiers in the open stage, right? Completely botched the whole thing. Like against the rules, against the like I personally said when I faced some some whatever team in one of the qualifiers, I had to go myself and look at through this like these accounts of these random people with zero level on Steam with two hundred dollars with banned account with linked alt accounts who are banned multiple times and multiple accounts. And I sent this to the admin and all I replied again, both players clear play. That's what they're the, not even grammatically correct. Both players clear play. That's what they said to me. I was like, yeah, okay. I give they're cheating, they're cheating. And then you saw what happened to these Spanish guys because they were in the one of the qualifiers. I think that they'd gotten to the close qualifier. They played against cheaters and they got like reinstated into the qualifier later. Who the fuck does that? Let's like have it like more organized. Is it a proper anti-cheat? Invest some money in that so we can have a legit fucking or qualifier. Like that's the whole thing. Like, and if you switch teams, you lose your points. You lose your right to play in the next major, unless you are a core or whatever it is right now. And I'm not going to talk about the Swiss system and the best of one. That's just another subject. But overall, I do think that if if you change the team, even if you like start over, you need to start over from the beginning, no matter who you are or what you did in the last major. Oh, that de- by the way, we won't go anywhere. It'll take forever. But I definitely disagree with that last point. So because I change team and get paid a lot, I have to play random people. There's no sport in the world works that way. Like, wait a minute. So I've changed teams, right, Kassad? Now wait, I should have wait, to go wait, 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 and play, like, some team uh, from Africa instead of the Premier League. Like, what are we doing no, no, at that no. point in time? What does that mean? What, what, what do you mean? What do you mean? Like, if you, you just said that uh, Magus, because... What, what, if you are a Duncan, Listen, listen. Striker, because Magus changed teams... Real Madrid. Go on. If you're a striker yeah. in Real Madrid... Yep. And you win the Champions League. You okay. fucking win the, the La Liga. And you get fucking sold to Valencia... Are you expected to play Champions League even they were like 10th? 
in the league last I don't season. think that's analogies no. fair, is it? Like, there's only like fucking like three or four teams in the league can make it in. So my point is this: by your analogy, forget even being in La Liga, you'd left Real Madrid. You now have to go into the African third division in Somalia, and unless you can beat all those teams, you don't get back in La Liga. That would be your analogy. My point no, here is you're missing the point, Ekasad. I never said because because won the major, he should be at the major. My point is like, why does he have to play? He would have if he hadn't have signed these players. He would have had to start at like the beginning of the online quality. Qualifier bro. The problem I've always had with the qualifier is this. Why is it all or nothing? Why is it total open qualifier or the RMR? There should be like five stages. Like I'm saying, that's why I give the football analogy. You can't be the best team in the fifth division in England and get promoted to the Premier League tomorrow. You have to wake your way up. But in the same way, if you get relegated, you don't go all the way down to the fifth division, do you? You go one step down. Oh, do. So like, if you're Magus and you have a team that's like top 15 in the world, it's even the rankings, bro, after kind of like you should actually automatically be in the RMR. Or you should be at the you should be in the last match of the online qualifier, if you know what I mean. Should be tiered, in my opinion. That'll still give the random team a chance to make it, but I don't think it's fair that you throw like all these new teams just into the fire. I think if with your team, the idea you had to play randoms is mental. Like at least you have real players. It's like they're meeting you halfway, they're giving you the core of three people. That, like if not, you have three people, then you're automatically in the RMR, right? It's all good. It's all good on that one. <laughs> you're just giving up. No, because the I expressly said if he didn't sign the end score and didn't get the RMR spot. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you have the, the core, then you were going to get on that. They're going to skip all those, like, you know, all those online bullshit things. Like, if you had, like, certain amount of sure. players, you cannot, as an individual, win the major and expect to be some, placed somewhere, like, right. in front of the other. you audience. want a hot take? I'll spin it into a yeah. hot take. That system's stupid uh, as fuck. Do you know why that system is stupid as fuck? Because that system says that if Ents just got fucking snappy Madden and, um, we'll say, Diha. That's a slot for the RMR, but it's also a slot if instead the three players are Slappy, Nerts, and fucking some pious, arguably the three best players. Why why is each slot identically equal? That that's terrible, mate. Like sixty percent of the team that actually made it. Yeah, you've just nailed it. You've, you've literally made my point for me. It isn't sixty percent of the team. It's only sixty percent in a literal sense. Like when Simple plays in Navi, if I remove Navi, Simple from Navi, are they eighty percent the same team? They only are in the you sense of look at it that way because of course they, you can. No, but you cannot like have a, a one player takes up more than twenty percent of the, the 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 slot and the team, right? It cannot be like that. No matter the performance, that's what you are wrong. Like even though simple as yes, he's the best player, he's the highest rated player. Yeah. He has the he cannot play four v five. Or 3v5. He needs to have five players or four next to him. No, my point is this. What what are you get, What am I winning as a prize if I can take my three worst players and none of the stars that let me be that good? If I have the same prize, I get the same slot. So I get the same slot if I keep... Right, by the way, Nico, if I, I'll do the same thing for G2, mate, right? Which one of these deserves an RMR slot? Hooksy, JKS, and fucking Hunter, or Nico Monacy and Hunter? Which one of those is better? By your logic, Kassad, it isn't different. They're identically the same. It isn't different. It isn't different at all. I think it should be the same. I, I, think... I think that's terrible, personally. I don't even know what the rule is. Like, I'd say, I'd genuinely ask you this question. Abstractly, what is the rule that you're making? What, what are you protecting then? What, why, random, why three then? You, it's an arbitrary number, right? Why, th- why not two? Why not four? Because it's a majority, because it's a, three is it, what makes the majority of 60%. If you take two, it's less than which 50%. Is, which, right? which is, you've nailed it. That's exactly what my point originally was, is that if you ask who is the majority of the G2 lineup, I don't care that three of them out of five, there's more people. They aren't more than Nico <laughs> and Monacy. There's no two other teams, Duncan. 
That's the majority. The, the three people that didn't. I'll tell you what, Maui. I know what the problem here is. He just really wants it to be that Magus doesn't get to be in the RMR, Mike Bizarrely, I don't know why. If I, if I hadn't picked like a different example, apparently he'd be totally. Essentially, because Magus gets. He, in fact, he even said it earlier. His logic was because Magus gets 40k a month, he must beat every team of randoms. Like, I don't. That's like a non sequitur to me, mate, because I can tell you right now, you know, team spirit that we just saw right now. Let me pick the 16 teams and put them in a land. I guarantee they won't win it. How about that, Kassad? Would I, am I out of my mind by saying that? Let me pick the teams, mate. I'll pick some randos that play such bullshit CS. One of them will get them. All I need is one to get them. Because this is also another point. I, well, we'll you know we'll what? I'll make this the we'll last point. Because actually what you're nailing is exactly why I hate the open system. Because what we're all pretending is what you just said makes sense and it doesn't. We're pretending that the world rankings is really who you would beat. So if you're ranked third in the world, you would beat every team below you. That's not how games work. And so one of the reasons I hate this angle that if you're a professional, you have to beat randoms is the way randoms work is terrible for winning tournaments and fucking unbelievable for randomly winning against a good team once only. It's amazing, mate. I could show you some rando Russian team right now that rush the whole game and play super crazy and they'll lose 99% of the games, but all they need is to win that one game in the qualifier against Megisk. That's it. But your logic is because Megisk can't play complete randos, he then doesn't deserve to play against like fucking heroic at the major or whatever. Like, why? What's It's an non-sequitur to me. It's not even the same game you're playing. Like, if I gave the same example on any other name, you'd know exactly what I meant, but you just can't handle that no, one detail. No, you should pick that another one name. Doing my head in. It's all right. <laughs> Just pick any name that you want. We'll just leave it there, mate. Just leave it there.